<laughs> could be worse though. <laughs> could always be worse. Like that one time in Rio. We don't talk about that. Hi everyone, this is Kyle, the unofficial official attorney and financial advisor of this podcast. This is not legal or financial advice, but this podcast does contain highly offensive and disturbing language. Listener discretion is advised. Do I have everybody's attention now? Damn, son, where'd you find this? You are watching a master at work. Zeus. Yes, sir. It's fucking Wednesday. It's most definitely Wednesday. It's season five. Se- season cinco. Facts. And you know what that means, right? It only mean one thing, it my mean, guy. It means your boys are back, baby! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the world-famous Heel Face Podcast. At this point, you already know who the fuck we are. Yo, at this point, you fucking better know who we are. We're in season five, dude. Facts. This is season cinco, yo. Like, people should know this shit. Like, Better know this shit. Saying, I'm your boy Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew, and your girl probably calls me Poppy Stew. Facts. And the man sitting across from me, you already know who the fuck this dude is. Your favorite wrestler's favorite rapper, the cream in your coffee, and he'll watch that cream rise to the top because he's probably already creaming in your coffee. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, his cuddle game is such that he's still got bitches thinking that he's slinging dick. I mean, have you, have you have you seen this, man? Yo, have you guys seen me lately? Thank you, Marky. But have you guys <laughs> seen me lately, dude? Facts. And that's why he's effectively known as the Big Spoon. This is a factorial statement. What's even crazier and what's beauty, like, beautiful, I, I know I usually just sit here and be quiet, but, like, more of these bitches are starting to figure out who the Big Spoon is. Yeah. And bro, like, I <laughs> have they figured out that you only want like a blowjob, a sandwich, and maybe some baked goods? Maybe I like, need baked goods. Facts like a PB and J, a BJ, and like cookies, a cake. No quiche. Fuck that. Fuck quiche. I, the, quiches don't deserve a ding because the only people that make quiches are lesbians. <laughs> Definitely lasagna. Most definitely. And most definitely enchiladas. The green kind, bitches. I'm just saying, like, fucking ceviche and toxicas. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my fucking kryptonite, I'm just saying. Again, if there is a fucking toxica that can make ceviche... It's a wrap. Will you marry me? (laughs) He is just a sexy boy. He's your heel and mine. Yo, don't believe the hype. I'm just Zeus. (laughs) <laughs> These are facts, my dude. My How are you doing? Game. I'm good, bro. One time for cigar- cigars and bars, we facts. just had to... You guys clink fucking mugs and shit. Yeah. We just clinked wine glasses, bro. Facts. Because that's... We're Gotta elegant. hold them like wine glasses. We're like, elegant, dog. Yeah, facts. We, we're... Cigars and bars is just straight nitty gritty. Facts. We're us. Like, like, cigars and bars is ECW, like circa 96. Facts. And we're fucking WWE. Facts. Forever. Facts. Forever. And a day. Facts. <laughs> Would that make like... No, no I'm not going to say that. <laughs> no, just say it, bro. You might as well. We're already here. You might as well fucking say it. Well, I was going to say, does that make like TakeOver Lounge New Japan? <laughs> oh, wait. Wrong one. <laughs> Whoops. I mean, 
they're like AEW, I guess. I could see that. Oh, wait, wrong one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I... I got love for them. I got love for Z. I got love for Daniela. I got mad for mad love for Zolo. Watch out, Thanks. yo! Zolo, watch out! Hilarious. Got mad love for. Well, I got love. <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit this shit. <laughs> Mankind, I love you. I got love for all of them. I got love for them. Yo, Thanks. have me a guest on your show. I don't have a show. My show is not your show. Right I'm talking here. to them. Oh, yeah, go do that, dude. Yeah. See what they want to talk to you about. They won't talk to me about anything because they know I don't need your follows. I don't need them either, but they were still like, yo, what's up, Zeus? You want to talk? That's because you're Shawn Michaels, bro. Yo, man, I am not Shawn Michaels. I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> Big difference. These are facts. <laughs> yo, man, I'm going to have to go back and edit this shit. God damn it, Stu. <laughs> Fuck, man. You don't have to edit it's this. It's fine. Nobody listens to us anyways. <laughs> facts. Do you yo. know why nobody listens to us? Because nobody follows us, and we don't, we don't need your follows. We don't need you fucking following me on Instagram at I'm just Zeus. Or me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Babyface Stew. We don't need it. No, and I would fucking plug the show account on Instagram, but we're minors, so there's that. I mean, and I just created a new account for us on Twitter at Heelface520, but you don't have to follow us. You don't have to follow I us. I guess on my that question either. is, is bro, like, why are you lying on the internet? What do you Nobody mean? lies on the internet. Who's lying on the internet? You. What do you we're mean? We're minors, bro. We can't be on Twitter. Shh. We were born in '89. It's okay. i'm just saying bro like we can't lie on the internet there's no lying on the internet i know the government will find out about it and they're like those heel face boys and then we'll be like fuck you we don't need your follows and while we're at it i don't need your titty pictures (laughs) your ditty pictures your fur daggers here Uh, sick invite messages sent to me at mc stizza 26 on snapchat you can send that shit to zeus you can send that to me, because I know there's people out there that want to fucking send messages like, I want to be third mic. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so glad you guys are back. Oh my god, I missed the jokes, and I just want to hear you guys say blowjobs and Sam. <laughs> I miss the dings. The dings <laughs> is what I miss most. At Zeus Marquez, at Z-U-S-M-A-R-K-E-Z, and get left on red and most definitely screenshotted. Most definitely. Yo, but if, hold on. Think, hold on. Well, I, again, I know we just go, but I like have to cut in. All right, so explaining that to someone for the first time. <laughs> it's the best shit, bro. They straight up asked me, why do you screenshot it? And I say, why the fuck not? <laughs> You're like, I need documents. You know? Receipts, bitches. No. But if you do want to follow us. If you feel like you have to support us somehow. You can listen to us on Spotify. Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Or Anchor.fm. And get us some motherfucking sponsors, dude. Facts. Trying to sell dick pills, yo. Facts, yo. I'm still trying to do an episode with fucking Chew Blue. Or Chew. Blue Chew. Blue God Chew. damn it, dude. Whatever. You got me I mean, we got some reads today, so like. Go ahead, bro. No, I mean... I guess my question is this. I'm going to ask you straight out. Since we're doing reads and and our first sponsor, like, I've got my commercial. Uh Uh-huh. Why don't you have your commercial for Linda Goddard's fucking uh, suppositories, Well, 
you know what the problem is? Because we have the commercials, and then we took our sabbatical, I started yeah. getting people like, yo, I listen to the show, I fuck with Heel Face, but like, I heard about Linda Goddard's, Linda Goddard's fucking suppositories, like, studio. Flavored suppositories. Yeah, yeah, that's what I had to correct them. I'm like, yeah. flavored, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, but Zeus talks about how he, eat, he eats ass, do you not eat ass? And I'm like... Look, I guess that is a tough question to ask you, bro. Like, I mean, do you like, eat ass? Just because I don't talk about it on the show, and you're, like, you're not you're not a dirty little slut like me. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't no. slut shame me. Bro. I'm not slut shaming. <laughs> I'm not slut shaming you, Zeus. I'm just saying, like, if she's got Linda Goddard's flavored suppositories, especially in like the honeycomb, 100 <laughs> percent, I'm eating that ass. I'm just saying. That's so, a new flavor, by the way. With that being said, Stu, Linda Goddard has just released a new flavor. It's Facts. Honeycomb. Facts. If you want to get 10% off, just type in Stu Eats Ass and you'll <laughs> code, get 10% Code Stu Eats Ass. Code S-T-U-I-Z-A-S-S. <laughs> is ass, not eats ass. Stu is ass. <laughs> they fucked up. <laughs> they fucked up the promo. God damn it, Linda Goddard. Like, She's Linda old. Linda Goddard. Like, yeah. She's like in her 80s. She was like, what's that? He's ass? Okay. <laughs> He's ass? He must be black. No. Facts. <laughs> oh, shit. That's <laughs> fucked up. Dude. That's so fucked up. But yeah, go get uh, the new flavor of Linda Goddard's flavored suppositories now in Honeycomb. Yeah. Along with the other flavors, it was like what? Strawberry, vanilla, chocolate, yeah. banana. Uh, strawberry shortcake. Strawberry shortcake. Um, that one's she, fire. She tried like, it was like galactic grape. Or something like that. I no, I, it was gaping ape or gaping grape. That's gaping what it was. grape. Yeah, I haven't tried that one. I, I'm not a big fan of, of artificial grape. Neither am I. Like it because it's usually they usually do like white grape and it's got like that sour. Like it's it's fucking weird. Unless it's a Swisher or a fucking purple Kool Aid. Facts. I'm in there. But other than that, yo, type in stew is ass. That's S T U I Z. ASS and get 10% off your first order of Linda Goddard's. Are you ready to get into it, bro? Let's go. SummerSlam. SummerSlam took place. That was Saturday? Yes, this past Saturday. Which like day of, I was I was sitting there like watching the Padres game and then all of a sudden I go on Twitter and I see the SummerSlam just started and I was like, I thought it was tomorrow. Fuck it. Switch it. SummerSlam. No. Flyers' like, last match was tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> Yo. But uh, I think we should talk about that in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I watched the Ric Flair roast. Fire. <laughs> yeah, I did. All right. So, SummerSlam. So, when I opened it, uh, Bianca Belair. So, I didn't get to watch it. Yeah, I opened it, and apparently it was like right in the middle of Bianca Belair and fucking Becky Lynch, which fire fucking match. Yeah, that was the first match. Yeah, that top rope fucking Spanish fly, fire. I don't know, I didn't watch. Yeah, it was dope, but uh, after the match, they fucking shook hands, hugged. I guess that was uh, Becky's babyface turn, which she continued on Raw. Who won, Stu? It was the EST of WWE. She's the bestest. And She's the fastest. the fastest and the strongest. Is it kind of fucked up that she says bestest? Is that even a word? No, it's she says she's the best. B-E-S-T. I like bestest better because it's a good word. 
after I just asked if it was worse. Is Hoela told me we had a party? Ho- oh, dude, we're going to call Herrera for our Chiefs fucking, because that's mailbag. We'll get there. We'll get there. Sorry. We'll I, get there. I'm just excited, bro. I'm we're exci- back. It's, it's season five. Facts. We've got a fucking big slate of stuff, and we're talking about SummerSlam. All right. Facts. So then Bailey comes out. Ba- yeah. <laughs> Big Booty Bailey. Dude, Cakes Bailey, name. yo. No, her fire. Her name is Big Booty Bailey. Big, That's her dude, new name. You know what's funny is for years, you and I, we used to talk about like when Bailey was a mad baby face. Yeah. And you and I basically pitched this character of Bailey like on old ass heel face. Oh, yeah. He, role model ba- uh, fucking Bailey. Facts. We're yeah. like petulant teen talking about she's a role model. Fuck yeah. all of you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like all that shit. So she comes out and she's yelling at Bianca like, "Remember me, ha ha, I'm back!" And then she points, and then fucking Dakota Kai comes out. Like the, Which, we're we're in the era of Triple H, my dude. Yeah, and 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 for those of you who don't know, Dakota Kai had just last week. If you listen, we talked about massive firings, and Dakota Kai was one of those people who were on that massive firing list. Budget cuts. Budget cuts, aka hush money. Facts, <laughs> allegedly. AKA, AKA Vince McMahon. Facts, which Max Caster totally fucking put bars on Vince McMahon earlier tonight. That was fire. But <laughs> but yeah, so Eo Eo Shirai, which now they're calling Eo Sky, which I don't know why that annoys me, but it just annoys me. <laughs> it's just the name change. Like I think Austin Theory is better than just Theory. Facts, or I think Tommaso Champ is better than just Champa. I agree. But do you with, think but in this the era, era of, of Triple H? Do you think you'll start bringing back people's like first names and doing? Yeah, I mean, and then again, for those who don't know, from last week we talked about Triple H taking over WWE, and this was the first pay per view under his reign. Under his watch, yeah. And it was fucking phenomenal. It was fire, bro. So then Bailey comes out with these three people, and they have a standoff in the middle of the ring. Yeah, and so they, it was the three of them standing off with Bianca Belair, and then Becky Lynch got back in the ring, and so the both of them were standing side by side, telling the three of them, "Come on, bring it. We're down." And then Bailey kind of backed them both up. Not now, not now. I was so ready for fucking Sasha Banks' music to hit. Dude, could you imagine that place, place would have went nuts, blew up, bro? Dude. I would have fucking... uh. I was... I honestly wasn't thinking about Sasha. I thought it was going to be Asuka. I mean, that would make sense. But then that'd also be kind of racist. Facts. Because it's like... You're going to have one... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Whoa. Did I just fucking censor myself after I was like, Zeus is fucking here. (laughs) Oh my God, bro. Fuck boy Zeus just censored himself? I just... Yo... On myself, bro. Why? What a little bitch. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too much. <laughs> so, Sasha, you said you told me earlier, Sasha and Naomi are coming back. That's gonna yes. be dope. So apparently, 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 they had reached a deal with WWE and they're coming back. So then, what was the next match after that? Believe it was Miz and Logan Paul, which, by the way, low expectations. But that match was fire. What do you mean low expectations, dude? Logan Paul is a fucking beast in the ring, dog. That's the thing is, I saw him at WrestleMania, but it was a tag match. But even in his part in the tag, well, match, yeah, he, he was still dope. Shit. But I was like, 
This is his first one-on-one singles yeah, yeah, match. Okay, and you and I both know, yeah, yeah, even yeah, if yeah. you've gone like months without a match, then you go into a yeah. one-on-one match. Your your cardio could be I whatever. Think him, I think him and Miz practice that shit so much. Facts. Literally. Bro, when he hit a fucking acai moonsault, I was like, yo. Dude. Then he hit a frog splash from the ropes through the fucking table. table? Dude. That was crazy. Like, that was something I was explaining to Katya while it was happening. I was like, my whole life, whenever there was a celebrity that comes into WWE, it's usually the same basic match every fucking time. Yep. Up until Bad Bunny. Because Bad Bunny El was kind of dope. Bunny. Te gusta Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny was kind of dope, but Logan Paul blew that shit out of the fucking water, dude. He Yo. he literally took to wrestling like a fucking frog takes to water. Facts. Dude, that dude is going to be a mega fucking star. Yeah. But they need to turn him heel yesterday. Because he was on Raw doing his uh, Impulsin report. But I don't... But see, here's the oh, thing. No, hold oh, up. Hear oh, me oh, out. Hear let, me out. Go ahead. If they're going to make him a babyface... They have to stay away from him talking about his brother. Because when he mentioned his brother on Raw, that whole crowd booed the shit out of him. Yeah, because fucking they were like, Jake Fuck Paul, the Paul is boys. trashed, bro. No, Logan Paul. So this is how you see it. Like, Logan Paul, everybody, I don't want to say they love him, but they respect, not even respect him, but they. I respect him after, after Saturday, they get, bro. They get him because he legitimately became popular on YouTube. Yeah. The, the fucked up shit that killed his shit was going into the fucking forest in Japan and laughing when he sees the dude hanging there. But it was more laughing because, like, you're seeing a dude hanging there and you're just like, oh, fuck. And the fact that he put it on his YouTube, yeah. that's what was fucked up. Jake Paul is, like, he's just a spoiled, like, little fucking crybaby bitch. Like... A legit dope match would be Jake versus Logan Paul in WWE. That would be fire. That would be fire. If Lo- if Jake Paul can adapt and wrestle like Logan Paul. Yeah. Logan Paul, like, when they when they both went into boxing, I remember I was like, oh, I'm going to watch them get fucking swatted. But then when I actually saw them training and they were taking it seriously and they were actually disciplined, I gained more respect for them. Yeah, yeah. But here's my shit. When it comes to both of them boxing, they haven't fought boxers. They've only fought, like, fighters. And oh, what was yeah, it, like, yeah, yeah. Jake Paul fought fucking uh, Nate Robinson. Yeah, and that's what out. put him on the map. Yeah. yeah. But, like, he was, like, fucking... But then he fought that one other fighter, dude. Uh... He fought an MMA fighter. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Not, not, not Tyrone... Yeah, he fought Tyrone or not. No, it was, was it Tyrone dude, Woodley? It was, what the fuck was his name? Ben something or something. I can't remember. But, but that's the dude he knocked out. Wait, who are we talking about again? No, so he knocked Jake out. Jake or Logan? Jake Paul. Yeah. Yeah, Jake Paul ended up fighting that MMA fighter. He fought fighter. Nate Robinson, knocked him out. Yeah. And then he fought that MMA fighter dude, fucking something. Yeah. And then he fought uh, Woodley. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. And Woodley was too in MMA mode trying to fight yeah. a boxer. And that's the thing. is like Which we covered if you go back and listen to the old heel face. Pat Facts. That was in season four. Is that season four? I think so, yeah. Yo, season, season four, four, season four is three. fire, dog. Dude, season four was dope, bro. Yo, if you guys get a chance, go back listen to season four. Facts. Every episode. Dope. Every single episode was fire. Dope. But yeah, but yeah, <laughs> Logan Paul. <laughs> Yo, I wish you could see fucking Stu's face right now. That was awesome. All right. <laughs> so then Logan Paul beats fucking 
Miz. Which was, again, fire match. match. And the fact that he beat him with his own finisher. Facts. Amazing. Amazing, dude. Uh, But this is what I was going to say. The reason why you don't make uh, Jake Paul or Logan Paul a heel Mm. is because he's just going to be the Miz. Yeah. So you just keep him babyface until you bring his brother in. That's the thing is I th- I know they put him against the Miz because you know, they're like Miz is the most unlikable motherfucker on the roster. You know so they a think really that- dope match. What's that? Jake and Logan Paul versus Ezekiel and Elias. Fire, <laughs> Fire match. Book that would it. be that'd be bars. Book it, pal. Dude, I need I need a Logan Paul versus AJ Styles match. That'd be awesome. Dude, Logan Paul like the way he moves, the way he like He's, he he's picked up wrestling, bro. Quick. I he said this thing where I kind of like felt away, yeah. but then like I was like, "Fuck, dude." Where he said, um wrestling, he's like, "This it's easy. This is easy. The bumps is what's like what's hard." Yeah. And I was like, "Man, fuck you, dude." <laughs> but that's the thing is he he already gets the character work. He's got the gift of gab. He could talk his ass off. He's been a walking fucking WWE superstar. Facts. His brother's the same way. Facts. Yeah. I'm like, they belong in wrestling. So, what was the next match after that? Is that, that I, it was Austin Theory and Bobby Lashley, right? Yeah, which I, I knew Austin Theory was going to lose. I Because I thought he was cashing in at the end of the night, but then, throughout the entire show, they kept talking about him cashing in. And so, WWE my brain went... WWE, like, Fuck, man. Yeah, they're going to be like, because I already said it. I said it to Katya as soon as the first time I heard fucking, uh, they were they were hyping the main event right right after their match. And then fucking Corey Graves was like, you're forgetting about Theory. Theory's going to leave it. Like, and he during the U.S. title match, he's talking about how he's going to leave a fucking triple champion. And I'm sitting here like, he's going to try to cash in. The bell's not going to ring for him. He's going to get laid out, and then what's going to happen is Roman's going to win this match. We're not going to see Brock again, and then all of a sudden they're going to go to Clash at the Castle. I already know how this is going to go down. Claymore, one, two, three. Theory's going to come out, hit fucking McIntyre with that briefcase, pin him, and win the title. The heat, bro. The fucking heat that dude's going to get. Yo, I have the exact same booking (laughs) in my head, dude. This is why we're best friends. On some real <laughs> shit. Do you know what that means? What's going to happen? Facts. That means in fucking mid September. Triple H listens to our shit. Triple H <laughs> listens to our. I'm now convinced it's Bruce Pritchard. Fuck it. Yeah. Bruce Pritchard Brucey. probably listens. Yo, shout out to Brother Love. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's not even Bruce. It's just Brother Love that's a fucking fan of ours. Facts. It's He's like, common. I love heel fame. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, and then so that match was actually I thought he uh Theory was going to cash in and win because of how much of a squash yeah. that match was. Yeah. It was a fucking a squash. That was that was me, but then during the match as it was happening, that's when Corey Graves was yelling oh, about yeah. that. And so I was like when they keep telegraphing Dialogue. this, Dialogue. it's not going to happen dialogue and that's that's what annoyed me about it but then when his music hit i was like watch he's gonna come out he's gonna hit roman then brock's gonna f5 his ass and sure enough that's exactly what happened but yo the tag title match between the usos and the fucking street profits always phenomenal 
Chef's always Kiss. That shit is always dope. Always. The only one I missed is because I went to go take a piss, and apparently the match was short. Was uh, Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey? Apparently there was some controversy. Liv Morgan or Liv Morgan? Yeah, I, I'm I thinking Alexa Bliss. I don't know. Yeah, Liv Morgan. The only I guess, thing was, I know is apparently Ronda, Ronda had her in the armbar, and then she rolled onto Ronda. And so as the ref was counting, they did that whole spot where one, two, and then as the three's happening, she's tapping. Uh, so Ronda was like, I won, she tapped, and then the ref gave fucking Liv the title, and fucking, then Ronda threw the referee down, put him in an arm bar. Do you want me to trip you out? Go for it. Liv Morgan being champion is the first time that the SmackDown title has been held by somebody outside of the four horsewomen, whether it be MMA or WWE, for the first time in like fucking like three, four years. That's crazy, huh? Hold on, I'm thinking about this. Because you had. Because Bailey was the champ during the pandemic. Horsewoman. Horsewoman. Who beat Bailey? Asuka? No. Um, it was Rhonda. It was Rhonda. Then Charlotte beat Rhonda. Then Ronda beat Charlotte. And then Liv cashed in. Yeah. That's crazy. That's fucking... Wa- Wait, who was champion before Bailey? Sasha. And then Charlotte before her. <laughs> Sasha before her. Charlotte before her. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. That's wild, bro. That's crazy. That is, that's a wild stat. I didn't even realize. And then before that, Becky. Well, you also had Carmella for that run for a little while. Was she champion? Yeah. I think she, yeah, she was the last one. That was after uh, she cashed in money in the bank. Yeah, I think she was the last one before it just went through through the horsewomen. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. And then... uh, Dude, the Raw women's title was pretty fire, too. Just in the beginning, fucking uh, uh, Becky Lynch and Belair, like, they had a fucking smoking match, and I was like... But they all, like... They just got the chemistry. It's yeah. fucking fire. I think what made me sad about SummerSlam was the fact that Seth Rollins, Mr. SummerSlam, besides Randy Orton. Yeah. I thought Randy Orton low-key was going to return. Because it That would have been a perfect spot for they it, had, too. Well, they had it booked as Seth Rollins was going to face a mystery oppo- opponent. Well, Rollins was supposed to face uh, Riddle, but then Riddle got that spinal injury or whatever. Quote air quote. Yeah. But then... Yeah, the mystery opponent. And, and that's then, why I thought, like, it was either, uh, it was, in my eyes, it was either going to be Randy Orton Randy or Cody Orton, Rhodes. Or it was going to be Fiend. Ooh, that, dude, Fiend would have been fire. That was literally who I thought it would be. But then it it didn't happen, and they just did a little fucking segment, and I was like, They just did an injury angle to get uh, Riddle off Raw. Which uh, I felt like that more. was like a fucking layup to put Orton in that spot. That's what I'm saying. Not even for a match. Just have him come out, RKO Seth, and then fucking... He, he, Randy Orton is Mr. SummerSlam. Oh, most definitely. Or, yeah. Well, he's also Mr. Survivor Series, That's too. That's what I meant. Nah, not yeah. SummerSlam. SummerSlam uh, has always been Brock, pretty much. He's only lost twice at SummerSlam. Three times now. I hate fucking Brock. So then let's go to the main event fire it started off slow and like i remember i was watching it with katya like how you watch with your kids yeah they're actually marks she's like as casual as casual can get she's a mark bro don't lie. she's low-key mark but like 
she's a mark in the sense of like she knows who everyone is, but she doesn't watch the product. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like she when when the match started Yeah, my kids are invested. They're facts. Marks. Straight marks. See, when she started watching it, she saw Brock doing Brock shit. So suplexing Roman all over the fucking place. Went for an F five early. And it was a last man standing match. And so Brock, it was great because Brock was acting like a bully. Yeah. He just kept beating him down, then telling the ref, count him. And then every time he was getting up, he just like, what's that? You want more? All right. So like like that match, I got to watch in pieces at work. So I'm sitting there during med pass. And I'm just like, it's playing in my ear. Yeah. But my phone is like face down. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hearing what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> like there was times where I like had to flip my phone up, like oh, <laughs> take a look fuck. like what? Yeah. Like when he did the fucking Dude, uh, when Brock came out, like first of all, Roman comes out first, because of course he's the head of the table. Yes. Pyro all over the stadium, all that shit. Brock comes out, gets halfway down the aisle, then stops and does like the whole hold on. Goes back to the stage. And there's a fucking tractor there. He yeah. puts on a cowboy hat and a fucking flannel vest and starts driving the tractor to the ring. <laughs> and he had the fucking uh, the dump part of the yeah, tractor yeah, yeah, yeah. hanging over the ropes for like the first five, six minutes of the yeah, match. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, yo, because where the ropes were, this was hanging like this far into yeah, the ring. It was like halfway, almost halfway, like a quarter of the way in the ring. Fact. So the whole time I'm watching this match, they're getting dangerously close to Dude, that. When he because they were both suplex, at like head height right there. When he did a, a he did a belly to belly. Yeah, I was like, huh? facts. <laughs> Literally, I thought it, like when he went over, it looked like his leg was about to hit it. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that camera angle is crazy. That shit was fire, bro. Yeah. Uh, and then like i said i seen him fucking pull that bitch back and then fucking put that little dump thing uh down dude, when he pushed the ring like three inches i was like dude that was more than three well inches, yeah bro. but like on camera how it looked yeah. when they got the actual wide shot and you saw how far it moved i was like oh shit and then when he actually like put the thing under the fucking ring and, and lifted, then lifted it that shit bro how roman sold that Chef's kiss, bro. Like yeah. he fucking, he was like a cartoon character. He, he lifted up the ring and he's like, huh, huh, huh. straight <laughs> rolled out, bro. Now my question is, who sold it better, fucking Roman Reigns or Scott Hall when fucking uh, when the giant fucking breaks the <laughs> <laughs> the, the fucking posts? Uh, but dude, Hall was fired. <laughs> but Roman fell out of the ring. You see Brock sitting there laughing while he's on the fucking. That was the most, like... That's where it picked up. That's what I'm saying. Like, but that was the most, like, smosh finish. Facts. In a while. Facts. Where, like, it was just so chaotic at the, the end of that, that shit. Sold that fin- The thing that sold that... Like, just from the point when he lifted the fucking... The ring. Roman rolled to the outside of the ring. And so Brock was, like, count him. But as the referee was counting him, the Uso showed up and started yeah. beating the shit out of Brock. The moment they beat the shit out of Brock, Theory's music hit. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. I was, like, Katya was like, oh! And I was like, he's not cashing. Don't worry about it. And she was like, but he's... And I'm like, no, it's... it's." So he's running down to the ring with another referee. Yeah. And he's fucking yelling, and he's telling... Like, he starts hitting fucking Roman with the briefcase. Then right as he turns around to cash in, Brock wakes up, comes over, grabs him, and F5s him on the briefcase. Yo, 
I must give fucking Paul Heyman a props. Dude, too. I was getting there. Because when like Brock laid out the Usos, laid out fucking Theory, Theory, laid out Roman, and then fucking he was like... Or no, he was getting ready to lay out Roman, then fucking Paul Heyman, like somebody's wife, fucking gets in Brock's face. <laughs> yeah, dude, and what and dude, and what he was saying, he's like, you want these here, take them. Yeah, you and he's like, 20 years, I've yeah. been with you for 20 years. He's like, he's like this is my tribal chief. <laughs> Legitimately, bro, in my mind, I had it fucking taken that Paul Heyman was going to turn on both of them and fucking be with Theory. I thought the same thing for a second too. Literally, I thought so too. But I then, was like, bro. how when I was listening to Paul like like frantically talking to Brock, but then when he started shoving his finger in his chest, and you see Brock kind of look down and look at him like, "Did you just fucking touch me? Like, are you serious right now, bro?" When he picked him up and f five him through the table, then the whole finishing sequence happened. It was like a good five minute spot, yeah. right? Paul sold that F5 the entire time. Bro, they had to carry him out of the fucking Fucking facts, yo. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, the Usos, like, like, wise man, are you okay? <laughs> yo, that shit was fire, dog. Dude, the end of that match was just fucking chef's kiss. Phenomenal. And the way, that, the way that Roman won, I remember Katia was like, damn, they had to bury Brock. And I was Literally. like, that's exactly why they did that. Yep. Because... Dude. All your because yes, Brock lost, but it's like it took this to do it. It took Roman Reigns standing on top with his finger in the air, dude. Roman selling the stairs, fucking dude. Roman is the best. Roman is the best salesman in the whole fucking game. All right, you ready for a fucking hot takes? Let's go. Get the gunshots ready. Let's go on some real shit. After SummerSlam, Roman Reigns is on my Mount Rushmore. Let's go. On some real shit. I'm not even upset about that. Like, Roman yo, Reigns... Yo, I saw a video... Yo. I saw a video, by the way, from the opening of Do you the want match. me to tell you whose spot he took from my motherfucking Mount Rushmore? Cena. Nah, fuck no. <laughs> um, fuck. I, don't, I forgot who you You're said he was on your Mount Rushmore. Bro, you got, like, I know you said Flair... Flair, Austin, Hogan. No. Hogan oh, yeah. Flair, nice. Austin, Hogan, and Sean? Bro, he has replaced Hoke Hogan on some real shit. Facts. How? He's had way more WrestleMania fucking dope shit happen where you're actually invested going into that WrestleMania. He's held the belt longer than than fucking dude when i found out he has had like a 700 day reign i was like bro he's this generation's bruno san martino bro dude and that's just with one bout facts (laughs) and then now he's got both of them that's what i'm saying yo during the before the match when they showed the actual like like graphic of the fucking card they showed the belt but half of it was the wwe title and the other half was the universal title i was like they should make that fucking belt that's actually fire facts you know what i think they should do but i think they have him with the two just because those ending shots of him belt cheersing himself belt cheersing pyro up and then pyro around the arena (laughs) fucking Go, bro. Dude, Roman, Roman's hey, Roman, fire. Roman's Roman, fire. Hey, bro, I'm going to tell you right now, Roman is better than The Rock in his hate. Ah, ro- no, ah, I'm telling you, bro. I am telling you, in his heyday, 
Granted, corporate rock is the greatest, bro. Let's be real. Corporate the greatest. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's fucking $5,000 suits and $500 haircuts. Facts. Hitting you with chair I'm shots. I'm just talking about, like, the entire span of his career. I don't think... I think for he had us, He had kind of a rock-like career. The only thing that's different was he never had his Die Rocky Die promo. What are you... Oh, not a well, promo. No, no. He didn't have the promo. He had that SummerSlam when he came back and he was talking shit to Braun. Then he talked shit to Fiend. Yeah. And then he beat Fiend. Yeah. <laughs> and So, like, the only reason why I say this shit and I explain it the way I explain it is because a lot of people don't realize, and if you really think about it, The Rock was only in wrestling for like six years 96 and then ended in oh five technically and then he came six, back for seven, that seven eight nine ten eleven twelve or six seven eight nine no because he didn't end in oh five he left in oh three he left in oh three as hollywood rock and then remember he came back to that wrestlemania 20 okay see so i'm not even talking about that you're talking, I'm talking about, like about his actual career heyday. You're going rock from fucking. You're going Rocky Maya Via. No, 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 no. I'm talking about heyday. You got rock from fucking. Are you I'm talking about like Nation Rock? From 98 to about like. I'd say 97, bro. Okay, so then 97. Like Intercontinental title rock so was from fire. 97 to 02 when he lost to Brock at fucking SummerSlam. If you put it in that aspect, yeah. That's what, six years? And Roman's been around since what, 2014? Roman has been in 13? WWE since like 20... 2013, because they came in as the Shield. 13, yeah. Yeah. And it's 2021. But then you even think about back to that when he first became champion to now. How many times has he held the title? He's held that title way more than The Rock. And, and granted, they were shoving him down our throats and yeah. shit. Well, we, we still, talked about that. But like, he still put on fucking phenomenal matches, bro. I remember Think, WrestleMania 31. That's what I'm saying, bro. When, that match was fucking crazy. Dude, that match was Him and fire, Brock. bro. When Brock was beating the shit out of him, he's laughing at Brock. Bleeding out of his mouth and Facts. shit. Facts. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's fucking bro, brilliant, Both bro. of those entrances were fire. It was great, bro. Brock, or like Roman walking through the crowd, and you could see, the, you could hear the people cheering, but then you could see the visceral hate from some people, and him walking with that smug-ass look, wearing all of his fucking shield gear, walking through the crowd, looking at people. Think about when he fucking beat Undertaker at WrestleMania, and he comes on next night on Monday night. I'm the big dog now. This is my yard. Yeah. I'm the one that retired the Undertaker. He, sh- they should have leaned into that, bro. <laughs> bro, they should have leaned into that when he started this head of the table shit on some real shit, bro. Because did you did you notice? Did you watch SmackDown before SummerSlam? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or no, 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 not SmackDown. It was the Raw oh, when no, no, no. Uh, Roman. I usually watch SmackDown. Roman got in the ring in the go-home show for Raw, and he was talking about how everyone needs to acknowledge him, and then he said, wise man, and then you hear uh, fucking Paul go, yes, my tribal chief. He's like, I don't feel like talking. Oh, yeah. And fucking, then Paul started doing Paul Heyman shit. Uh, Dude, when he was hyping up Brock Lesnar, fucking Roman's like. When he's a, he was like, Brock Lesnar's the party pooper. Yeah. He was like, when Randy Couture was the heavyweight champion of the UFC, Brock pooped on that party. When Hulk Hogan was in his where was was champion, Brock pooped on that party. 
when Undertaker was undefeated at WrestleMania, and you can see the fans still haven't gotten over it. <laughs> I'm telling you, if Brock, if Roman would have walked around being like, "I retired the Dead Man," yeah, this is my yard now. Yeah, acknowledge yeah. me, bro. Yeah. Fire. Yeah, on some real shit. fire. On some real shit. But the fact that he's had the 700 day reign, I I pay attention to like how other wrestling fans that aren't wrestling fans, they're just WWE fans, how they're reacting to the shit. Yeah. And a lot of them were like, I'm sick of Roman. He's held the belt for too long. They need to put it on someone else. Who? Exactly. <laughs> like, Who? Exactly. You're going to put on fucking bitch-ass Drew McIntyre? He's going to win in fucking I mean, he's going to win, bro. but like, really? But that's why Theory's cashing in, bro. <laughs> like, exactly. I'm telling you. Dude, when fucking... Built in they're in the, right uh, there. When they're in the garden... And fucking Theory comes out. Yeah. And fucking Roman looks at Theory and says, your daddy's not here anymore. <laughs> bro. And the- Bro, how... This is something that I've always appreciated about like, Roman. I run this- the garden now. This is something I appreciate about Roman during this entire fucking tribal chief run. How he just... How he dial how how he dialogue. He just talks his shit. He talks his shit. But then when other people come out, he's so fucking smug that you just want to hit him in the face. <laughs> because like Theory comes out. And of course Theory's getting booed because Theory is like, I'm gonna take a selfie with everything. Fuck all of you. But when he got in the when he came down the aisle and Roman was like, You know what you need? You need a wise man. You know what? I'll be that wise man for you. Like and then when he turned around and looked at Paul and was like, wise man, we like him, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's fucking, brilliant. Dude, bro. he's brilliant. Like, his whole, he acts like the smug older brother where he's just like, come on, this fucking guy. Like, and then Literally. Theory is just looking pissed. He's just yeah. sitting there like, <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to be your wise man, Theory. We like you a lot, but look around you. You're not in a safe place. Your daddy's not here anymore. Bro, I fucking love... I'm sitting there watching it on my phone at work, and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, that is brilliant right there. That shit is brilliant. But his facial expressions, his fucking mannerisms, the way he carries himself. On the way out of the ring after he got done talking to Theory, he drops the mic, and he walks past Theory, and he just kind of looks at him, kind of chuckles, and Theory had turned around to look at Roman as he was leaving the ring, and Roman kind of had that, like, you're all right, champ. Yeah. Walks out of the ring, but as the Usos are passing him, Jay fucking slaps Theory in the back. <laughs> so Theory in the gets back pissed. of the head. Yeah, so Theory fucking hits him with his briefcase a couple of times, and then as Jay gets up to try to attack him, Roman got in the ring and stopped him. And he was talking to him like, you're, you're cool, bro. Look at it. Do you really want to fight him? Come on, look at him. And they're both just like, Jay went from like, I'm going to fuck him up to, ah, he's not even that big of a deal. And they're just looking at him, and then as the Usos got out of the ring, Roman's looking at him, and he's like, I got you. And bro, then he just leaves. Roman in theory would be a dope match. Would be a dope feud, bro. That'd Are you kidding really me? Dope feud. And then you build Theory to be the biggest fucking babyface on the roster? Dude, because he's the one that dethrones fucking Roman Reigns? This bro. is my yard now? This and then my- takes a selfie over Roman holding the belts, bro? As Roman's <laughs> out in the middle of the ring? Oh, my. Bro. All right. On that note, I think we should fucking break. Because that, <laughs> that's what I am fucking saying. Basically, y'all motherfuckers, 
who have stepped away from wrestling need to understand that Triple H, Mr. Suck It, is running shit now. We, You know what we glossed over that I also fucked with? The Pat McAfee and Baron Corbin. Oh, match. yeah. Fire. Phenomenal. Dude, Pat McAfee, when, is, <laughs> dude, dude. when he hit the nut shot and then went into the corner and did the suck the it. The crotch shot. Bro. <laughs> Bro. When he had the whole choir singing about bum-ass Corbin on, on Corbin's way dude. to the ring. So, I didn't get to watch it with my kids because I had to work. Yeah. I showed up the next day and had my kids fucking give me the spoilers. Yeah. Fucking phenomenal. Dude, Pat McAfee. <laughs> they're, they're like, Dad, Pat McAfee's the best. He came out, and guess what? He had the core, the the choir singing. I'm like, what? He's like, what are they? Because they don't cuss. They're yeah. like, what was he always singing? I'm like bum-ass Corbin. They're like, exactly! The entire <laughs> choir! I was just laughing. Yeah, Marks. <laughs> yeah, I was just laughing. Bro, like, that... Dude, SummerSlam is, is... It was phenomenal. Dude, it was phenomenal. Like, I had to go back and watch it again the next day just because I was like, so this you, was brilliant. This is... Uh, I want to leave it this first half on this note. What I'm... It's weird, but what I'm loving about life right now mm-hmm. is... All the stuff that used to bring me joy when I was a child. It's coming it back. Baseball, f- fucking wrestling, all Facts. that shit. It's literally coming back, bro. And, like, I'm, I'm fucking ecstatic. I'm you and excited. I both, my like, dude. You and I, I both. I'm just sitting here literally like a fucking kid again. Yo, before we, get, before we get to the second half, I do want to talk about Flair's last match. <laughs> what... First of all, the yeah. event. I actually watched the roast from the night before. Fire. The jokes, bro. Fire. Well, yeah. One They're dude said. One dude was telling dirt like dark fucking jokes, and he said these jokes are so dark that Hulk Hogan's daughter wants to date them. Yeah. <laughs> wait, he, wait, wait, say that again. He said these jokes are so dark that Hulk Hogan's daughter wants to oh date them. Oh my god. But Hulk Hogan goes, actually, you're one of the good ones. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I do have to talk about the event itself. So I the they only, presented it like a Jim Crockett promotion show. Yeah, I know. Do it looks like NWA, bro. So uh, the only thing I watched was the last match. The entire card was fire. My whole thing that tripped me out during that entire thing, because again, I just tuned in for the last match. Yeah, yeah. I was watching it, looking around, and I was like, "God damn, Conrad Thompson." Facts. Facts. That dude is a mark. <laughs> like, clearly. <laughs> That's all him. I know. All of it. I know. All, like, every... All, even, every piece of it was him. Even down to the fucking Jim Crockett promotion shit. Like, dude, the old Jim Crockett promotions logo. During the entire event on the They had the commentators in, like, a little fucking, like, interview area to the side of the entranceway, just like old WCW. They were in an arena, but they made it look like a studio wrestling show. It was fire. It was dope. It dude, was it was so dope. dope, dude. Tripped my shit out, but I was like, fucking Conrad Thompson. Dude, when they got Shivani doing fucking play-by-play. Who else are you going to have, though? Facts. Literally. I kind of wanted Flair to shoot an old school fucking NWA style promo with Shivani. He should have. He should have. He literally should have. But I think he was just an emotional wreck the whole night. Because he's like fucking 98 years old. He didn't even know what he was doing half the time. Facts. He was like, what am I even doing here? Facts. Oh, you're wrestling, Rick. Oh, I am? Okay. Dude, it was funny as shit watching him and Jeff Jarrett go at it because it's like, it's them, but it's them slowed down. 
That's sad. And when you see Andrade and fucking Jay Lethal going at it, it's like it's like you're seeing the past wrestling with the present day wrestling. Yeah. It was it was kind of fire while also being kind of a train wreck. Uh, but again, like, what do you expect from a dude who's fucking... 75 years old and hasn't seen a ring since, what, 2011? Yeah. Yeah. But not only that, like, has almost died, like, eight times. Facts. Like, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. But it, it was... It was cool seeing, like, Undertaker, Bret Hart, and, and Foley at ringside. <laughs> Yo, I seen this fucking meme is, like, true long story booking. Facts. And it's a fucking... Undertaker sitting next to Michelle McCool's, who who is his wife. Yeah. And fucking DDP sitting behind them, and he's like kind of looking at her. Kind of stalking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, DDP still stalking Undertaker's wife. Facts. And then when, later. if you notice, when Flair was like fucking talking to them, he hugged the Undertaker. You could see the Undertaker was in his ear saying something. He shook Hart's hand. And he kind of gave like a soft fist bump to Foley. Like he's still holding on to that whole Cactus Jack is trash. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That shit, I don't know, bro. That shit was, it was, again, like what do you expect from his last match? He won. Yeah. And he found the the original big gold belt. Yeah. Dude, when he came out with that old white robe and the original gold belt. And yeah. then Shivani was putting it over. Like, yeah. Shivani was marking out on commentary because everybody's like, this is the greatest of all time. It's Ric Flair. Literally. It's, it's, it's weird because in my mind, I see it like there should have been 100,000 people in that fucking 100%. Shit. It's weird. But I think, but- like, we're in a generation right now. Like, when I heard it was happening, my first thought was, I got to see that because it's the nature boy. But then my realist head was just like it's the nature boy it's gonna be a fucking train wreck yo like the entire roast they all they're all making jokes about flair dying in the ring oh god bro and so like back of my head i'm thinking about like, that and flair's like, gonna die in the- dude that's- well because like he started out as flair like strutting around doing the chops when and i like- seen him walk into the ring i was like damn he's gonna die in the ring in fact i've watched the wrestler enough times to, know to see it ends. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a train wreck. But it was a good train wreck. It was it was, it was a, one of them train wrecks you couldn't like help but to keep looking looking at. And then by the end of it, you couldn't help but smile. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like like everybody lived. <laughs> everybody lived, but at the same time, it's like you see how like everybody was in that together, and like the crowd gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, and. The, the constant joke also during the roast was like, oh, this is his fifth retirement. We'll be back for the next one. And I'm just like, he wouldn't put this together if this was not his true last match. Yeah, it really is his true last match. Yeah, like, it really because is. in all reality, he should have retired when Sean kicked him in the face. That should have Because that shit real. was the most brilliant booking to the point to where I still go back and watch it. Yeah, I know. That, that was the that best That ending sequence, match. I'm sorry, I love, I love you, you, and Flair, like fucking kick me and then he's just you see sean like <sighs> see that's what i'm saying in the sense of there should have been a hundred thousand people like that should have legitimately been flair's last match yeah because even building up to it was perfect like they tried to do that with with uh jay lethal and shit yeah yeah and it was basically jay lethal being like i want a spot on the card and he's like sorry i can't do that for you pal yeah like that's dumb yeah. That's literally but like Sean that's, doing that's the podcasting. Whole, like, yeah. This is old Yeller. 
And I'm I'm gonna take him out in the woodshed and put a bullet in his exactly. head. But because I remember exactly. that Flair promo on fucking Raw when he was like, "You're calling me old Yeller," and like you saw '80s Flair come out talking to Sean because he still had it in. He still now had he it didn't. in, him. bro. And also the brill. Like, do you realize like his that leading up to that match was the most brilliant booking of fucking yes. Nature Boy's career. Yes, because Vince was like, "The next match you lose, you're done." Yeah. And he won the Intercontinental title. He fucking, like, had that fire-ass match with Carlito at Unforgiven. Like, all the matches that he had building to that WrestleMania. But the, it's even that. It's a matter of, all right, well, guess what? You're going to face Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Mr. WrestleMania. And, bro, that match is brilliant. It's fucking, yeah. Like, from the moment that, like, Flair came out, the robe, the fireworks, Shawn came out being Shawn. Fucking like the storytelling, yes. like throughout it the whole thing. There. Flair chopping the shit out of Sean, and Sean selling it like he just took a gunshot to the chest, dude. But that during like there was one point in that match they were chain wrestling, then Sean hit him with a super kick out of nowhere, and it was basically like you're like you're hearing fucking the song "This Is America" from fucking Childish Gambino. Yeah, starts off with that soft guitar, then a gunshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what it was. It's like chain wrestling, chain wrestling, super kick, boom. And then how the how you hear Michael Cole sell it, fucking Jim Jim Ross is selling it, King is selling yeah. it, the crowd is fucking selling, selling it. it, and I'm like, yo, yeah, this he, is a masterpiece. Yeah, they sh- he should Flair should have never went to fucking TNA. That should have been his last match, and then he should have went as a coach. That's Hogan's fault. Facts. All right. With that being said, let's take this fucking break and shit. Hell yeah. Um, I need to get up because my ass is asleep. With that being said, we will be back. Are you tired of eating ass and it just tastes like ass? Well, let me introduce you to something. Linda Goddard's Flavored Suppositories. You've never eaten ass like this before. Alright. <laughs> I'm sorry. We straight up worked ourselves into a shoe. Hi everyone, this is Kyle, the unofficial official attorney and financial advisor of this podcast. This is not legal or financial advice, but this podcast does contain highly offensive and disturbing language. Listener discretion is advised. I mean, we do say fuck a lot, and I fucked this up last week, but I'm not going to fuck it up this week. No mas son yokes. We lost listeners last week. I'm just saying, bro, I got into a place in my life where... I was not a fan of America. I understand. Where we're headed. But you know what? And I'm not either. I just wasn't aggressive. I wasn't as aggressive about it. I'm just not. Yo, bro. Don't push your fucking beliefs on me. I'm not. I'm not. All right. All right, Stu. Don't push that shit on me. Take your progress. (laughs) Where the fucking sun don't shine. I apologize. I'm going to have to fucking get like one of those podiums you could build and just be like, I'm sorry for what I said if I offended anybody. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know why? Because we are the motherfucking world famous heel face podcast. It's the world famous heel face podcast. And we still don't need your follows. Definitely don't need your follows. Yo, my brother, we lost a legend this week. We actually lost a legend Hold yesterday. On, before we start, I was going to say, uh, we still don't need your follows. And then we were going to say, this is, I was going to say, this is the second half of the show. Which is, has always been and will always be the best half of the show. 
If you've made it this far, you have entered the fucking danger zone. Facts. Like, if you ever watched Raw back in the day when Raw was war, this is the war zone, yo. Yeah, this is, this is where we really, like, I mean, it's not that we don't give a fuck, but we don't give a fuck. Facts. So. These are facts. Well, I've got some red meat for you. Also facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go ahead. Speak Yo, about so, the legend. Yeah, Vin Scully. Yes, the war, the Hall of Fame announcer, the greatest of all time announcer of the the, lost. the greatest play-by-play in history. Most definitely, and we're not even Dodger fans. Fa- but it's not even just that. Like he was longtime Dodgers announcer. He's also announced NFL games. Do you realize he was the play-by-play guy for when the actual rivalry started for fucking Dallas and San Francisco? Oh, no shit. Hell yeah, bro. I did not. Joe Montana to to Dwight Clark. I am a Cowboys fan, but I did not know that. Because, you know, I was a fucking swimming in my dad's ball sack at that time. Facts. So... (laughs) But yeah, like, I remember growing up, and my mom was a big Dodgers fan back in the day. So when we were living in California, every time I was in her car, she always had, like, the fucking transistor radio for L.A. So I'd always hear that voice, it's time for Dodger baseball, and I'd be like, fuck the Dodgers. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking three-year-old Stu, fuck the Dodgers. (laughs) Stuart, you can't talk like that. Fuck you, (laughs) Darby. Nah, I was like six-year-old me. Six-year-old me used to hear that. Let me let me just so I don't sound like I'm just being racist. (laughs) Stewart is the only person that I know that calls his mom darkness. (laughs) 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 That's the truth. I'm just saying. So dark, we could use her bathwater to paint bowling balls. (laughs) Oh my god, bro! These are just jokes. Fucking relax. No more jokes, bro. Relax. That's your mama, bro. Facts. You came out of her vagina screaming and yelling in November, dude. I don't know if I was screaming and yelling. All babies scream and yell. There's no way you came out and you were just like, yeah, my name's Stuart. <laughs> with a pipe? Yeah, with the fucking, a pipe in a mug and like, don't fucking smack me, bitch. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself, pal. <laughs> yeah, for <real. laughs> Fuck the Dodgers. Fuck the Dodgers. But no, like, I used to hear Vin Scully all the time, and then my mom, my mom also had, like, tapes of old baseball stuff. So, okay. like, I remember as a kid hearing that fucking call of, of the ball going through Buckner's legs uh, and the Mets winning, you know? Like, okay, fucking... Yeah. Do you realize this dude has been doing it for so long that he legitimately saw Jackie Robinson play? Damn. He was the guy on the call for Hank Aaron's record-breaking home run. That was him? That was him. Damn. Where he was saying a black man is being cheered in the deep south. <laughs> that was Vin Scully, bro. Uh, Yo, like, I'm not a... I'm, you obviously know I'm not a Dodgers fan, but I remember when the Astros and yo, the Dodgers were in the World Series You're in game a huge three. Dodgers fan. Oh, yo. stop it. Stewart is the biggest Dodgers fan because Stewart believes in equality. I'm not talking about Stu here. I'm talking about Stewart. Well, actually, Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, actually, Zeus, I'm a fan of the Brooklyn Dodgers and not the Los Angeles Dodgers. Those are still there are still people that exist that remember the Dodgers in Brooklyn and they're still salty about it. I mean, I would be too. I would be too. If yeah. that's your squad and they have to move, and they just literally across the country. Facts, and then the Giants left too. Yeah. Wait, where were the Giants from again? The Giants used to play in New York. They oh, were at the Polo yeah. Grounds. <laughs> like, it, I forgot Mets... that the New York Giants and the New York Giants were two yeah, different yeah, yeah. teams. Yeah. So, if you remember when the Mets were created, their colors were because they were Dodger blue and the Giants and, orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> shit's wild, bro. Like fucking like I remember I remember when I was a kid. And I remember seeing the the video of Kirk Gibson's home run. And yeah. I remember see like hearing Vin Scully. He was the master of silence. Yeah, because like letting let, shit breathe. Let, took the words out of my fucking mouth. I'm sorry, Zeus. But like Literally. when you when fucking I'm sitting there, I remember But like, that's what made him such a great fucking fucking announcer, dude. Dude, the fact that he was a master storyteller. Because, like, in baseball, you can't talk all the time. Facts. You gotta just literally let shit breathe. Especially, especially when there's runners in scoring position and the count, and, like, the pitcher's down in the count. Yeah. Like, 0-1, 0-2. You literally stay quiet because that's what chan- That's what sends the the... The energy, the feeling of, okay, the pitcher is down in the count. There's a runner in scoring position. They're either down or up by one or two. And the pitcher well, like, is thinking. The pitcher is thinking. Yeah. So let's stay quiet and let the pitcher think. Or what he would, like, have you ever actually listened to the audio of him calling uh, the, the ninth inning of uh, Sandy Koufax's perfect game? Oh. Dude, I'm going to send that to you after the show. Okay. When you get a chance, actually sit there with headphones on and listen to it. Because there's no footage of this. Like, somebody was taking footage of the game on, like, a little camera. And he ran out of film in the third inning. Damn. So, the only people that saw it were, like, the 20-something thousand people that were in Dodger Stadium. And everybody else listening in was listening to Vin Scully describing what was happening. When you listen to how he's fucking talking about the ninth inning, how he's talking about Sandy Koufax wiping the sweat off his brow, the mound at Dodger Stadium has to be the loneliest place in the world right now. Like, that type of shit. And then, like, he's calling the plays as it's happening. You know, pitch inside. It's two and two. Like, so he's still doing play-by-play, but he's actually, like, describing... Setting up the scenario. Facts. Literally, the setting... So you're listening to the game. You don't have to be watching it. You could be listening to it and see it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he could paint a picture with words. Like, that dude was the fucking goat, bro. Yeah. He really was, though. Dude, rest in peace, Vince Scully, bro. Like the fucking goat. Straight up. Like, there will never be another dude like him. Like, I remember when I saw that Kirk. What are you talking about, dude? How, how dare you talk shit about Joe Buck like that? Say that with straight faces. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's fucking take a quick right because we're talking MLB. Yeah. Quick right. I've been trying to right. hold this in. Right. I've been trying to hold this in. 
Juan Soto. But I have one one question for you, Zeus. He has one question, bro. I have one question for Juan, you, Zeus. Juan, go ahead, bro. How about those fucking Padres, my dude? Yo. <laughs> Four-game sweep for the Yankees. It's going to be easy. <laughs> it's going to be calm, cool, collective, swift, easy, kill. So... I forgot that the no. that the trade deadline was ending later this year because normally it's on July 31st, but I guess because the way the season started, all that shit, yeah, they put it COVID. August 2nd. Welcome to COVID era. Facts. How so, long does COVID era last? Forever, bro. I mean, technically, if you want to talk about okay, it, it's 2020. Okay, so this is going to totally digress because I, I have real questions now. Okay. So, 2020 was COVID year. Where no fans were in the stadiums. I'm talking about just in general in the world. Oh, yeah. 2020 was where the world shut down. Yeah. That's when Heel Face became the best. That's when Heel Face settled in. That's when we became really world famous. Because everybody was at home and they were like, Oh, I want to hear some dick jokes and sandwiches. Let me hit up Stu on Snapchat. Tell him I want to come over. And then he gets mad. I get mad when he doesn't invite me, and I say, "Sick invite, bro." And Zeus cuddled me for a little <laughs> bit, and now I think he loves me. Why was he acting different? <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. yeah. What did he say? Why is he acting different? He wasn't like us on Friday when we watched SmackDown. that's only gonna be funny to like five different people (laughs) you know what's even sadder is that's only gonna be funny to like three people two other people are gonna be offended facts and to those two other people (laughs) you know exactly who the fuck you are dude facts <laughs> and one of them had a baby. <laughs> Not mine though, just to clarify. <laughs> Yo, how crazy was that time, bro? That shit was wild. <laughs> That was oh, a wild it's the origin time. of the jokes. Yo, it's was, the origin yo, of the jokes. That was a really <laughs> wild time. Yo, and what's even the craziest part about it all is literally 2020 heel face was... God damn it, microphone. 2020 heel face was lost in the abyss. It's literally lost Facts. in the abyss. I've tried to recover it. I've tried to go I've back tried to recover and it, find episodes. And literally, dude, like it's lost. I think literally from that, because that was our third season, I think it was. Something like that. Dude, the beginning of that third season was fucking gold. The Royal Rumble that year. Bro. That's that what shit started was gold. the... Facts, bro. On some real shit. Facts. God damn it, microphone. I'm okay. still trying to find it, because that shit was brilliant. It's Dude, I and I'm trying to find it on my computer, because I know it's there somewhere. I just... I don't know. Gotta like dig deep into the files type shit. I gotta shit. figure it out because there's a lot of gold. From fucking just all of 2020, and I wish I could let people listen to it, 
But that is where legitimately my cuddle game became strong. Facts. That is where legitimately you became fucking pasta stew. Pasta stew, bro. Papa stew. Papa stew, bro. Pop. Fucking poppy stew. Facts. But poppy stew, like there's so well, much. Well, poppy stew. Ha- yeah, Did it that was season. After? No, that was season three. Yeah, that was, was after. That was post Spotify. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Everything post Spotify is what made us, us facts. And that like that shit, dude. Dude, the Mixler era was fire, though. Mix, bro. Mixler era was the greatest era ever. Fire, dude. We have we have to find that shit. I legitimately had somebody hit me up and was like, "Are you guys still going live on Mixler?" No. I <laughs> wish, dude. The li- the live shows. Those were the shows. <laughs> Where we had the live chat going, bro. That, live, that shit. Dude, that's what I'm saying. That's what that's that's what made Heel Face. I don't know bring, how we digressed. And well, bringing we it back to baseball, 2020, if you remember, the Padres actually finally made it oh, to yeah, the playoffs. We were, talking, we were talking about fucking COVID era. Right. So that was the and COVID era. I was going to ask how long it lasts. Yeah, and that was the 60-game season. The Padres made the wild card, ended up getting beat by the Dodgers in the championship round. Whack. Whack, indeed. But... Then, then, 2021 to the Dodgers. Well, 2021, if you remember, the Padres started the season really fucking fire. They yeah. were actually leading the West going into the All-Star break. After the trade deadline last year when the Padres made no moves, you saw the collapse of the team. Yeah. Like they started losing games. Fucking Tatis and Machado had their shouting match in St. Louis and then fucking by the time like the second week of September, they were already fucking eliminated from the playoffs. So, like, it was wild how fast everything moved. But this year, like, I've been watching some of the Padres games. And I, like I said last week on the show, I had to stop because I was getting annoyed at how they were losing games. And it was all because of the fucking closer, Taylor Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was annoyed watching the games because, like, you've seen on Twitter, I fucking post every single time the game ends, the the... The retweet of the final score and then the record up to that point. Yeah. So, like, as of tonight, they just beat the Rockies again. So, I think they're, like, 61 and 49. Yes. Which, they, they're they on, like, at this point, like, a five-game winning streak. And fucking, I wake up two days ago. So, some shit's been going on in my life that you know that I'm not going to reveal on the fucking podcast. Basically, but like- Stu's gotten a sex change. And- <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> Nah, I've been going through some He's shit like... He's just staring at people now like... <laughs> <laughs> but like, I was going through some depress- depression and shit. Nah, bro, and like, Don't disclose, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but like, I was in a funk. And yeah. then like, two days ago, I woke up and just had a fire fucking day. Would you... Honestly, bro, I wholeheartedly... Oh, why can't I fucking speak? I wholeheartedly mean this. You deserve that shit. You Thank deserve you. you like legitimately. You deserve to have fucking good days and shit, dude. Like fire fucking day. Facts. Like everything went right that day, and then I woke up and I saw that the Padres picked up Josh Hader, and I was Stu like, "Wait, whoa, up, what?" Stu woke up to baked goods. Fucking facts, yo. I woke up to like fucking blueberry muffins and a fire banana bread. When was the last time bro. you woke up to woke up to a blowjob? 
Yesterday? <laughs> and like prior to that, like two, four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, I miss those days. Allegedly. No, Alleg- <laughs> allegedly. Nah, so I woke it's cool, up. dude. I'll go wake her up and ask her. <laughs> so. I woke up, saw Josh Hader was on the Padres. Like, I just yeah. opened up Twitter, and that was the first thing I saw. And my brain was like, whoa, wait, what? And then I Googled up. Like, I, I was like, what's the trade details? And I saw they finally traded Taylor Rogers. So I was like, oh, shit. The front office is like, here's a problem. We're going to fix that problem. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit. They're actually, they actually made a move. Last week on the show, we were talking about, like, when the Nationals said that fucking Juan Soto was available. Bro, do you realize, like, a week ago they said that? Yeah. yeah it yeah. was, like, Monday of last week. That's when they offered him that fucking deal of, like, 15 years, $440 million, And he went, nah, I'm good. And then as soon as he said no, Rizzle was like, all right, well, we'll start shopping him around. And then I remember seeing all the MLB network news, all the podcasts that I follow, and everyone and their mom. I think he's going to go to San Diego. Like, the Padres have the have the prospects and the pieces to be able to get it because the national... Dude, you know what's wild to me? Mike Rizzo, the fucking GM of the Nationals, they win the World Series in 2019. You remember that squad? It was fire. They had Max Scherzer. They had fucking Trey Turner. They had Anthony Rendon. Fucking, they had they had Juan Soto. They had, dude, that rotation, Strasburg. Like, fucking, they were loaded, bro. But then if you remember, right after they won the World Series, 2020, they traded Rendon to the Angels. Yeah. And then yeah, Scherzer. And then Scherzer 2021, Scherzer, they started the chopping Mets, him out. Right? No, Scherzer went to the Dodgers. Because remember, oh, yeah. 2021, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. the the, di- or the uh, Padres were close to getting Scherzer. And all the news sites were saying, like, oh, he might go to San Diego. And I remember sitting there going, yo, if we get Scherzer, that would be fucking dope. And all the only name that was thrown out there was Scherzer. And yeah. people were like, why are the fucking Nationals trading him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was because uh, he had a year left on his contract. Then he was going to go into free agency. Well, apparently, the owner of the Nationals, they're, they're getting a new owner. So the Nationals? The, yeah. So, the new owner didn't want to deal with Juan Soto because he had already declined the 15-year oh, yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they wanted to either extend him or trade him because he had two years left of control on his, on his contract. And they know that as soon as he becomes a free agent, I'm pretty sure he's going to be the first player to get half a billion dollars. Yeah. Now, as soon as they started talking about Psych! Guess who that's going to be? Who? Judge. Most likely. It's going to happen. Where do you think he's going to go? He's going to stay with the Yankees. You think so? Yeah. Dude, they'd be smart to keep him. That dude's a fucking banger, man. Him and Stanton? Dude, fire. Yeah. But And they just got fucking uh, Ben Natty or whatever the fuck his name is. Andrew Benintendi. That dude. Dude, and the fucking pitching rotate. Dude, that rotate... But we're not talking about the Yankees. Dude. My bad, bro. My bad. That's why I just keep saying, bro. Four game sweep in the World Series against dude. the fuck Padres. So, right, so twenty twenty one. Keep trying to convince me how the Yank or how the Padres dude, are going to twenty twenty one at least win one well, game. I'm giving. In the World I'm giving. Series. I'm giving backstory. So twenty twenty one, the Padres were in the conversation of Scherzer. 
day of the trade, the Padres were apparently number one. And I remember going to sleep the night before and like, being we're like, we're going to get Sir Scherzer. Hell well, yeah. I was like, there's a, I didn't say we were going to get him. I was like, there's a big possibility they could land him. He closed his eyes like, dear God. <laughs> when I wake up tomorrow, bro, when I Max found Scherzer out that the fucking it. Dodgers got him and they got Trey Turner, if you think about that trade, Trey Turner was the gem in that trade. Yeah. Yeah. So they yeah. got Scherzer for a year. He became a free agent, and then Steve Cohen and the Mets, because Steve Cohen's the richest owner in the league, and he's literally like, fuck the luxury tax. I'm buying everybody, bro. Judge is going to be on the Mets next year. I swear to God, Stuart, I will <laughs> fucking reach over this goddamn table and fucking smack you in the face. And instead of it being a gunshot... I'm dropping fucking bombs on you, bro. Cause fuck that. I've been calling so much shit. You know what we didn't get into in the in the SummerSlam review? Uh, edge coming back and I called that shit. Fuck Edge, dude. <laughs> I hate this is Edge's return. <laughs> like, bro, you didn't when have you, to come Remember back when you showed me that back. first video and you were like, Who do you think it is? And I was like, It's Edge. Yeah. You know why I said that? Because it was Edge. Well, because all, all the Attitude Era references in it, and if you think about it, he's the last one left from the Attitude Era. It's so sad, but it's fucking true. Facts. Dude. But, so right. anyway. So, then so, your Padres got fucking Soto, finally, and they made big moves and everything, and they got all this bro, shit. They when I woke today, up, fucking- bro, when I woke, when I woke up yesterday... I woke up around fucking 9 o'clock. I work at 9.30. Literally, when I woke up, I was like, I don't want to check Twitter. I don't want to fucking put my head into the spit. Because like I was telling you last week, I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. dude, this dude is a generational fucking hitter. He's yeah. 23 years old. His knowledge of the strike zone is fucking wild. Yeah, they said the same thing about Tatis. And look at him. Well, Tatis makes a dumbass off, off, like, off-season decisions. <laughs> Yeah, but the reason Tatis isn't back yet is because when he hurt himself on the motorcycle, that was during the lockout, so none of the players had access to any of the team shit. So yeah. they didn't I even forgot know there was a lockout this year. Yeah, so that's they, why everything was pushed back. Facts. It wasn't COVID era. It was the fucking lockout. It was the fucking lockout because of the CBA agreement. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid so players. <laughs> millions. Well, it's the players and the owners that Go couldn't fucking, fucking pay agree. teachers millions and billions of dollars. Dude. I agree. All right, but when I woke up and I saw that they signed Soto, but then I saw Josh Bell came with the package. I was like, "Yo, what?" Yeah, because Soto generational hitter, but people are sleeping on fucking Josh Bell. That dude's over a three hundred hitter this year. He's a switch-hitting first baseman, a fucking fire defensive first baseman, and he's got pop. Why do you think they sit on him? Like, they, they overlook him. Because Soto's the... Fu- like, have you noticed the... Uh, the I get what you're everybody's I get what you're talking about Soto. Nobody's talking about Josh Bell. Yeah. And I think, honestly... Josh, so that... that I don't I, mean to interrupt you. But, like, so... <clears throat> this is what I, what I was talking to my fucking... To Isaac about. Shout out my little bro. Shout out Isaac. Was, uh... There's a difference between season players and pay and playoff players. And Facts. and Josh Bell is going to be the playoff player that gives you that clutch hit, that clutch single, that clutch double. Like cuz again, there's a difference between Soto 
who will in the World Series will probably go like two for sixteen or three for sixteen. Right. But whereas like your, a Jerickson Profar might fucking end up going like five for five in game one type exactly. shit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. With the clutch hit or Facts. fucking like clutch play at Facts. second base or whatever. Position you know who I think plays. that's going to be? Fucking Brandon Drury. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, they. That's fucking, another thing. That's how I feel about IKF and the Yankees, bro. Fucking. Dude, for like, Left is fucking bro, dope, bro. That, that dude is fucking phenomenal. Fire. And people just like... Slept oh, on him. just like, uh. Yeah, they slept on him. Yeah. Awesome and that's, real shit. And that's why I'm like, as soon as I saw, like, the first thing I saw, right, it was a tweet that was saying that he was signed. Yeah. And then it started to circulate, and, like, friends that I haven't talked to in, in a while started hitting me up, like, have you seen this? So... Mind me? you, me. No, so I'm just mind kidding. you, mind you, this is before it was official. So yeah. the Padres didn't even post this yet. So I started to have the same vibes I had when the Scherzer shit happened because I was like, "Oh shit, it's not on paper." Fucking, it's not gonna, official it, yet. Well, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, now the Dodgers are gonna end up throwing some stupid fucking package at the Nationals, and they're gonna end up getting him. And then when the when the Padres finally posted it. I was like, oh, shit. But what was funny is, so here's the timeline, right? I woke up at 9, fucking made breakfast, made made myself some coffee, all that shit. Started work at 9.30. Then I saw the tweet about fucking San Diego is finalizing a deal for Juan Soto. And I was like, dope. And then I started, like, I watched Rich Eisen's show. So they talk all sports, like anything going on, right? Rich Eisen, shout out to him, fucking... I remember the old sports center shit, fire. But they started talking about it. But then he made a comment on the show that was like, yeah, I bet Eric Hosmer's basically like that gif of Anchorman when he's talking to San Diego. <laughs> and they were making jokes about it. So, mind you, I didn't read into any of the shit. And then I, I heard that comment and I was like, what? Then I go back on Twitter and I start seeing people are like, wow, Eric Hosmer's giving a big fuck you to, to San Diego on his way out. And I'm yeah. like, what did he do? Like, what did he say? Did he say anything? So come to find out when they were putting the package together to get Juan Soto, what the Nationals wanted were a bunch of prospects and one major league talent. So they got the major league talent and prospect out of Mackenzie Gore. They got C.J. Abrams. And I forget the other two that they got. They were like lower, lower level, like double-A, single-A guys. But then they apparently the Padres tried to just slide Eric Hosmer in there. Well, Eric Hosmer, when he signed with the Padres, he actually had a clause in his contract that he had a no-trade clause to 10 different teams in the league, and the Nationals were one of those teams. So when the Padres announced this trade and then they have his name in there, he went, uh-uh. Where did he end up going? He ended up going to Boston. That's and we ended up getting this pitcher back. I forget what his name is, but apparently they saw something in him. I don't know. But... So, apparently, when Hosmer said no to the trade, the Nationals kind of got like, well, if he's not going to come, we still want somebody. Give us Tatis. So, they ended up sending Luke Voigt over there. Yeah. Which upset a lot of the Padres fans because, as I was telling you earlier, he started to get a cult following with the Padres fans with the fucking Stone Colding Waters and Chest Moss, all that shit. (laughs) So... So apparently, because Hosmer kind of caused a like a hic- a hiccup in the whole thing, we ended up losing Hosmer and Luke Voigt. 
So I was like, ah, that kind of sucks because who's going to play first? But then Will Myers came back and he was fucking brilliant at first. I thought that's what they got Josh Bell for. That's why they did. <laughs> so now there's a deeper spot at first. Yeah. So now you could have Josh Bell playing first or DH and then Will Myers playing first or DH. Yeah. And then you have Brandon. So, so then I saw Brandon Drury later than the day, and I got excited because that that dude is one of those utility guys like a Kike Hernandez, where he could play second, or you could put him at third, or you could put him anywhere in the outfield. Player that I'm telling you, bro. So then, so they literally all the all the things that the Padres were having problems with. They were having problem with slugging, and they were having a problem with scoring runs. When I started watching the game tonight, before you got off work, before you came through, it was fucking nine to one in like the fourth inning. Dude, it was five to one at the bottom of the first because See? fucking Profar comes up, hits a dinger, and then Cronenworth gets or Cronenworth grounds grounds out. Or no, 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 fucking it was uh that was it. Fucking um, Profar let off with a home run, then Juan Soto got walked. And then fucking Cronenworth ended up getting hit. And then bases ended up getting loaded. Drury comes up, hits a grand slam. And I'm like... Padres still suck, though. (laughs) They're still going to lose the Yankees at the end of the day. Here's Here's what's fucking wild to me. For years, you and I have both been baseball fans our entire lives. For years, I constantly kept hearing the Padres are a small market team. And the reason they were being called a small market team is because Peter Seidler and all the ownership didn't want to spend money to get anybody. The last time they spent money on people was when they went to the World Series in 98. That's when they got Kevin Brown. That's when they got fucking Caminetti. That's when they got, like, Steve Finley. Can I ask you a question? Go for it. Who'd they lose to in the World Series? Fucking Yankees. But that was the best fucking Yankees. <laughs> uh, Dude, to this did, day... How many games did they lose by? Oh, stop it, Zeus. I'm just asking, bro. <laughs> I'm just wondering. They got swept by a fucking Yankees team that had broken the record. So what the, the fuck makes you think this year's different? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Yo, like, here... Alright, here's where I'm at, right? I already know they're in line for a fucking wild card spot. Most definitely. They might even win the West. They might if they keep winning out. Yeah. Because they, they're they going against the Dodgers this weekend, and dude, I am excited for that game because I'm excited it's for all gonna, those games. It's going to be a playoff. It's going to be playoff vibes. Dude, tonight, it's a fucking Wednesday night, which yeah. you all know what the fuck that means. It only can mean one thing. It means your boys are always back. Baby. Season five, baby. But... Dude, tonight they were playing the Rockies. They have a five-game set against the Rockies. They had a game one a couple days ago, a doubleheader yesterday, then a game tonight, one tomorrow. And they won every game. They've won every game up till tomorrow, and then tomorrow, if they win again, they're going to sweep a five-game series. And then after that, they got the Dodgers this weekend. Here's what's crazy, Zeus. Here is what's crazy. The Padres have depth now. Yeah. Which means, like, here's here was the problem last year with the Padres. If you remember the coach that they had, Jace Tingler, he had he had taken the place of uh, Andy Green, and Andy Green was trash. <laughs> if you remember, well, people were like, "Oh shit, you know, Tingler's going to be dope." Then you remember when when uh, Tatis hit that three zero grand slam, 
and the every all the old heads in the league were like, yeah, he yeah, broke yeah. an unwritten rule. Him as a manager should have been like, we're playing to win the game. Well, I've got some red meat for you. His dumbass ended up fucking siding with the team he was trying to beat. And it made the entire fan base of the Padres go, yeah, fire that motherfucker. Here you have a generational talent in Tatis, and he's just playing to win, and you're going to be like, we can't be beating up on another team. Fuck you. What do you mean? Yankees have been doing this shit for years, and you're sitting here looking at the whoa, Padres whoa, whoa, sideways? Whoa, 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 The difference between the Yankees and the Padres is... We've got motherfucking rings to show it. So and no if our beards. Gen- so if our generational talent want to fucking hit grand slams, they're going to let them hit grand slams. But that's my point. Once your Padres get some fucking rings, <laughs> then you can be like, how are you going to? Come on, bro. Here's my shit. Let the people play. No other of sports. Let them no play. other sport. If... Like, if you're really going to bitch about people fucking blowing another team out, make a mercy rule for major leagues. Make it fucking the minor leagues. Make That's it little pussy league. Shit. Pussy. Exactly. That's why Tingler got fired. When they signed Bob Melvin from, from the Oakland Athletics, yeah. I remember being like, yo, I know the A's weren't that good, but Bob Melvin's always been a fire manager. Yeah, he was fire when he was with, with the fucking Diamondbacks. Facts. Like, he's always been dope. Yeah. He's always been dope. Wait, that's the manager of the fucking... He's the, the manager Padres. of the Padres. Oh, hey. So, he came in, and the first thing that he did that was different from Tingler, if you remember in the 2021 season, Tingler, the way he was having games, he was having his starters go four innings, then using the bullpen to go the rest of the yeah. games. So, by the time fucking June came around, everybody's tired as shit. Yeah. And then they made no moves in the fucking... In the trade... No, in the trade right, deadline. Bro, let's just not live in the past. And so let's live in the now. Here's what I'm the saying Padres now. The Padres are the best team in the West. Dude, the right Padres now. are... Well, I don't even think they're the best team in the West because the Dodgers are still on top. Uh, here's... Just because no, they're on hear top, me they're out. not the best. Though. No, but hear me out. Like, they actually have depth now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and the, the fact that Tatis isn't even back yet. He's They're fucking the best team Dude, in he's the about West. to come back. Dude, that lineup. Tatis. Fucking Soto. Machado. Dude, Bell. Cronenworth. Are you kidding me, bro? That top five right there is going to frustrate the rest of the fucking league. Until they reach the World Series and face fucking... Dude, Nestor Cortez is the only pitcher Nestor I'm truly Cortez. worried about. <laughs> like, legit. Yo, Nestor Cortez is And you guys best. just got Frankie Mont. Dude, fuck. Fuck yeah. the Yankees, Zeus. <laughs> it's funny because I've been listening to you talk about this the whole time, and I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter. They're going to face the Yankees in the World Series and lose. And with that thought, like, I have to take the world's biggest piss because I'm like, dude. It's the Padres, dog. Small market team. A small market <laughs> team, this dick. It's wild. It's, uh, let me take a piss real quick, bro, because I literally we, need to Hold pee. on. Before we take a break, I just want to say it is wild that, like, for a team that's been called a small market yeah. team, they actually fucking spent money. Finally. Finally. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, Dude, it's wild. The best team in the West. We're going to take a All fucking right, commercial a break. break. We will be right back. I literally right am about to piss myself. And we're back. And we're back. We're back. As we start off, 
Um, where we actually have a mailbag this week. Yo, I wish I had the fucking mailbag drum roll that we normally had, but can't. I don't know. Don't have it. That's so. all good. Here we go. The mailbag. Our first question uh, is going to come from Mr. Herrera. Our chief's correspondent. <laughs> Our chief's correspondent, Mr. Herrera. He wants to know why... The Chiefs are going to still be dominant without Tyreek Hill this year. I always wanted to ask him like, so, how he felt about that. My call may end soon, but before we get there, I'm going to fucking call Herrera himself. See if he actually answers. Of course he's not going to fucking answer. Because it's Herrera. And then what he's gonna do is he's gonna call me back. God damn it, Herrera. Just read your questions, bro, because clearly Herrera does not want to talk about Chiefs football. I thought he did. Apparently he doesn't want to talk about Chiefs football. Yeah, we actually got a mailbag this week. Yeah, I got a few questions. You got a few questions. Uh, you want to read yours first? Yeah, we'll go ahead and open this up. Uh, Johnny Borquez the second. He actually dropped about three questions on us. Ooh, yeah, he actually asked me some questions. También. Fire. Let's just go through his questions. So the first one he asked was, "Who wins Mox versus Punk for the undisputed AEW Championship, and then who's the next opponent for the champ?" Well, first, Mox has to get through Lionheart Chris Jericho. I see that happening. I do, too, because I see that they're going to give Mox a pretty good run, but I think when Punk comes back, they're probably going to It's going to be Punk. It's going to be Punk, because he hasn't had a run yet. He's going to have his run. And And then then MJF is going to come back and take that belt off of him. I got Kenny Omega. Ooh. I got Kenny Omega facing Punk. Yeah. I, I fuck with that. Yeah. I fuck with that. Knowing them, though, knowing AEW, with what happened tonight, I don't know if you know this. Late breaking news, if you haven't. I watched the back end of Dynamite. With so. Adam Cole turning his back on the Young Bucks. I didn't see that. So Adam Cole turned his back on the Young Bucks for this new trios title mm-hmm. that's happening. Um, so you think Omega's going to be back for so with the Young Bucks? So I think Bucks? Omega might be back for the Young Bucks. Okay. If that does not happen, then he's going to fucking face Punk. I think Omega faces Punk, and I think the Young Bucks end up recruiting Hangman. I would fuck with that. I'd fuck with that, too. Totally fuck with that. What was his other question? Uh, so... Secondly, he said, what Tucson rapper would make the best wrestler promo as well as character and ring work? Well, clearly, Breadman P is <laughs> I had two in my head. Breadman P because, dude, nominated? <laughs> clearly fucking Hill Heat. Hey. Yo, straight, straight up. Straight up. That's true. Hill Shout hit. out Breadman P. Yes. Yo. Shout out Breadman P. That's so true. Hill he's hit. the heel. The baby face. Blow train. <laughs> Here's why. Yo. So I've already. He asked me. He goes, hey, who would you compare all the Tucson rappers to if they were wrestlers? So I've been low key. Wait, doing, who asked you this? This is Flow Train. Okay. 
So I told him at first, because, like, he asked me uh, as if I could, like, kind of compare OCF to the corporation. What a mark. But then I was like, well, if it comes to actual, like, just wrestling in general, I feel like Flow Train is Orange Cassidy. The best friends. They're all the best friends. Orange Cassidy is the wrestler that doesn't want to wrestle. Yeah. He's the rapper who's actually a comedian. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're going to have Flow Train on here. Most definitely. So, I fuck with it. So, to answer your question, Johnny, I'd say Flow Train is the baby face, and we both agree that Breadman P would be the heel. Breadman P is definitely the heel. And that's not even a, like, a bad thing. It's like a fucking book it. I Back. would say... What do you think? Babyface? Yeah. Will either be... Again, I'm going to go into the OCF bag of Jay Bailey. Okay. Or... The biggest babyface there is. And I, I've only interacted with this dude a couple of times. I've only heard nothing but fucking good things about this guy i've never heard one bad thing about this guy's all right fucking cash facts that's fucking facts yo cash bro that's gonna be like the ultimate baby face right there he's he's our like i don't want to say john cena because then that's kind of in a sense almost taken away from like uh marley b and like tommy's and shit but i feel like tommy tommy will is like our sting where he just kind of hangs out in the rafters. Facts. And fucking He's like Marley. the heart and soul. Yeah, and yeah. like Marley is like the fucking Ric Flair. Most fucking definitely, <laughs> like, bro. Yeah, so like Cash is like Cena, bro. Like, yeah, that's just how I see it. Runt is Nick Wick- Nick Bockwinkle. Oh, most definitely, bro. <laughs> Do you know what, what the I'm fuck? Saying, bro? Yes. <laughs> yes. Bro, yes. Yeah. And and yeah, honestly, we're marks. It, I'll probably get hung for this one. Let's go. BZ's fucking Tess Blanchard, bro. Ah! I'm BZ is no, Tessa no, 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 no. BZ is Charlotte Flair. Hear me out. <sighs> Talented. Game recognized game. You can't hate on talent. Okay, you're just naming Tessa Blanchard. Here's the problem with do Tessa want, Blanchard, though. Do you want Tessa to Blanchard t- dug herself a hole. But that's... I'm not talking about fucking personal shit. You're I'm just talking, talking about, about like, talent. Pure talent. The first men's women's world... Or the first men's heavyweight champion of the world. Facts. In any company. I can see it. Do you realize that BZ like just made a move to basically make Bar with Friends a traveling fucking act? Yeah. That's championship shit right there. Facts. On some real shit. I will say shout out to Big Mama Trauma. She's trying. She No, 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 no. I thought about this one. Oh fuck, I had it. <laughs> you threw me off with the China shit. <laughs> because you're like, oh shit, damn. No, she is no. the fucking eighth wonder of the world. Nah. She is more Becky Lynch. The man. And big time Bex. I agree. 
Do you know I what agree. I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. And back percent. to the man. I agree. I I'm agree. just saying. I agree. I agree. I agree. Johnny also asked us, what video game from the 8-bit and 16-bit era oh, would you like to see made now? And I started thinking about this when I read it. I already know this. I just thought about it straight off rip. Go ahead. Well, all the ones I thought about, I was like, but they've already made like newer versions of it now. So like, I was thinking, my first thought was Grand Theft Auto. Because you remember the whole top-down yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking... But Maybe. then I'm like, that they kind of made that now with uh, Hotline Miami. Have you ever played that game? No. Fire. But then I started really thinking about like all the Nintendo games I played back in the day. Do you know what I would love to see remade now? Like almost like an arcade style football game. Do you remember John Elway's football? Yeah. That. That'd be dope. Or Punch Out. Punch Out would be fire. Which, by the way, what's up with your motherfucking fight night, homie? Dude, you're gonna fuck me up in that <laughs> shit. <laughs> when I get another controller, we're getting down in UFC. Well, I'm not talking about UFC. I know. I'm talking about. Fight night, homie. <laughs> nah. I would say honestly, Wolf Child from Sega. Wolf that, Child. Yeah, it was like my favorite game from Sega. They never remade it. They never anything. And so basically, you're like this dude, and you're on this fucking ship, and <clears throat> it, when you power up, you become a wolf. Yes, dude. Wolf Child. Fucking. There's that the song. I'm going to have to play this shit real quick. Hold on. Is it this? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, it's a platformer? Yeah. It started. It was a Sega. Oh, okay. I see it was on Nintendo as well. Super Nintendo as well. Well, I played it on Sega. Their intro, the intro to Wolf Child, bro, to me, in my eyes, is like fire. Oh, bro, you know what would be fire? I don't know. If, would they be considered 8-bit or 16-bit? You remember the Double shit, Dragon bro. games? Listen to That's 8-bit. Okay. This is Wolf Child? Yeah. Alright. This is my shit, bro. <laughs> Wolf Child, bro. Oh, my God. See, and these, it's all different because these are all fucking this shit. Sega, bro. Fucking wolf child, bro. <laughs> oh, man, I love that shit. Yo. But yeah, I would say wolf child. Do, yeah. Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. But then I found out they're actually making an updated version of that. Oh, see? So. I would pick this game. I'm just kidding. What was the other question you got? Uh, let's see. That was the last one from Johnny on my end. Yo, shout out, Johnny. Then let me, let me get the one on my end. All right. From Johnny. He asks, and I quote, what's your hot take or unpopular opinion on sushi? I'm going to let you know. Right motherfucking now, sushi is the most nastiest shit ever fucking put in the desert. I am a motherfucking desert creature, 
and sushi is fucking gross. I don't care if you do imitation crab, you do fucking just pure vegetables, you do any of that shit. Sushi is fucking disgusting. Sushi in the desert, whack. Did I just fucking censor myself again? It sounds like you did. Somebody get this guy a blowjob in his sandwich. Please, ASAP. And baked goods? Yeah, I got munchies. Facts. Next question? So, or how do you feel about sushi? Whack. Whack. Okay. So, Arlette, which... One time, Stu. Fuck you, Arlette. Exactly. I know you're going to hear this and eat a dick. But (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna hear this while eating dick. Facts. God damn it. (laughs) So she asked us if the rock if the rock got back in the ring today, do you think he would be any good? Well, we kind of pitched the rock versus Roman Reigns. It's gonna happen, and it's he's gonna be good. He's an actor. Yeah, the promos though. It's like riding a bike. Yeah, like. The last time The Rock... Dude, Tribal Chief versus Rock would, would be, be fire. shit. Dude, it would be fire. The promos itself. Yeah, The Rock says he's going to whoop your... Wise man, look at this guy. <laughs> Don't you know I'm your Tribal Chief? Do you realize what year this is? <laughs> Dude, the promos would be fire. The match itself would be dope. It would be the best. Yeah. But yeah the, know, Rock, the... the Rock would be decent, Arlette. Yeah. He'd be decent. He'd be decent. All right. That's all I got on my end. All right. On my end, I got from the young goat, Jay Bailey. All right. He says, when is Jay Bailey going to be there? Follow-up question. When is OCF going to be here? Follow-up question to that is, we'll have Flow Train here in honor of OCF. (laughs) (laughs) We've interviewed Jay Bailey. We've interviewed fucking Ray. We've interviewed fucking GP. We have never interviewed fucking uh, The only three Flo. that we haven't gotten was Flow Train, Cecilia, and Soz. Yeah. On some real shit. I just want to say, by the way, I want to shout out OCF. Oh, dude. OCF? Because, yo, so last Friday they had their show. Yeah. And they main evented the show. Yeah. One of the most fire fucking Did Justice sets. end up showing up? I didn't see him. I think, well, I, I got there late, so I don't know if he went on early. Because I didn't see any of it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see him, and I've you usually see him. I think... Dude, that OCF set was one of the most professionally put together sets I've seen out of any local artist in Tucson. Yo, shout out Ray and Jay Bailey for going on fucking radio yesterday. Facts. They were performing. on fucking Beef Vegan on KFMA, yes, yo, bro. Shout like, that the shit fuck was out. dope. Shout out to you guys. Hell I am yeah. so proud of you guys. We are. Like, we so are. Much. We here at the Heel Face. We fuck with OCF. Yeah. Yo, that's... OCF stands for Our Family's Finest, or some shit like that. Our City's Finest. Our City's Family, because they're family. So he asked that. (laughs) The other question I got... Oh, I saw this, ASCII. (laughs) from the other go, ASCII. Fact, shout out to ASCII. Yo, shout out one time, ASCII. 850, baby. (laughs) On the real shit. Yo, what up, it's your boy, ASCII, and you are now listening to the world famous... Heel face podcast. Yo, he knows what's up. Facts. But 
what I was gonna say was. What's up, everybody? This is Jay. Bailey. Yo, Jay Bailey's here too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what I. <laughs> Hey, what's up, guys? It's Yo, Ray. Ray's here. Ray's Yo, here, too. Thank you, Ray. Anyways, so Jay, or fucking uh, ASCII ass, is DJ Vlad a cop? You know, at first, my brain was like, nah. And then I started to think about this. I genuinely started putting thought into this. Think about all the interviews DJ Vlad has done. Facts. All of them. And think about all the fucking tea that's been spilled on his shit. If he was a cop, most of these niggas would be going down. A majority of them do. Facts. So, I... I don't... I don't want to... I mean, I guess it's the same boat. Yeah. I think he's a federal agent. So, it goes more like this. <laughs> Alright. Like, it goes like this. Like, he's the ops. The game said it best. Hip-hop police. Facts. And I feel like that's what Vlad is. I think, like, Vlad, I think Adam-22. I think they've been put in the industry. I think academics. DJ academics. I think they've all been put in the industry to get people to feel comfortable to spread their dirt so that people... The ops can come and fucking use what they say against them in a court of law. And I feel like it's all depending on word usage and stuff. Yeah. And just shit like that. Like shit. I remember when we were fucking interviewing ASCII. Yeah. I, I had said some shit where I was like, yo, what the fuck? Did I just make you like, said some sideways shit on that? Episode. It's not even yeah. sideways. It was more like some Vlad shit where I was like almost in the sense trying to like incriminate themselves and i feel like that's what they do yeah like, that's yeah. what like adam 22 and shit like that is they 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 ask the questions that are gonna make you incriminate yourself and i feel like vlad does it in a way f- for the feds same thing with like adam 22 and academics and shit yeah. is they say it so they word it so it's easier to fucking pin cases on them. So, in a sense, yeah, that he's a cop. A federal agent. I've but. never been deep into, like, the Vlad, sh- the Vlad shit, so I didn't know if anybody actually went down after Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, because I don't... I've never read into that. So, like, knowing that now, I could see it. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. But then again, <laughs> some people thought Kyle was the ops. But that was because you were running your mouth. <laughs> I didn't... Yo. You were introducing him like, yeah, that's our our uh, fucking legal and financial advisor. How's that me saying he's a, he's the ops? When you actually said he's actually the ops. No, I did not. I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say that. What I said was, Kyle's a cop. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just how he conducts himself, bro. I don't know what to tell you. Because he's a professional, and you're like, I, I don't respect that. him. That's... I haven't seen him in a suit. Bro, you only send me pictures. I don't know if that's photoshopped. Oh, dude, he's our Vince. Well, I can't say that now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Yo! 
yo, can I be a thousand percent with you, Stuart? Let's go. Can I be a thousand percent with you? Absolutely. This is a safe space, right? Yeah. People listening to us, this is a safe space, right? And it's the second half of the show. And it's the second half of the show. Kyle paid me hush money. <laughs> Is somebody knocking? All right, I'm going to start it back. We're back. <laughs> I had to stop it because we thought somebody was at Stewart's store. It was Turns not. out it's Mother Nature. I thought that I figured I fucking called <laughs> Kyle out for fucking... And he sent his money. ops over. <laughs> oh, shit. My bad, Kyle. My bad, dog. My bad. Hi everyone, this is Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> He's here too. Nah. <laughs> shout out to Kyle. Yo. Yo, I, w- I do want to shout out Kyle because during these past couple of months when I was in a funk, fucking Kyle and Manny and you really got me through some shit. But not really me, though, because I've still been kind of dealing with my own shit and I just come in like sporadically all randomly like, what's up, bro? I love you. I miss you. And then. But all you guys go pulled back. me out of this funk. You guys are my guys, dude. And then just go back into my fucking, into my Patrick fucking rock. <laughs> For real. Patrick Star Rock. Yeah. But, like, I was telling you earlier, like, at the end of the day, bro, honestly, like, with all the shit that we've done and all the shit that we've, like, gone through and all this shit, like, I do not have many people in my motherfucking life. And my circle, like, everybody's like, oh, my circle's small. I don't have much. Like, legitimately, my circle contains maybe, maybe four to five people. Same. And those are the people that, like, I hang out with consistently, like, I'm with and, like, I genuinely will bend over backwards and do what I need to do to be there. And a thousand percent, like, you are one of them. I know. And, and it's one of them things where, like, I mean, we've been friends since we were fucking 15 years old. By this by this time right now, we're fucking, you're, like, you've been my motherfucking brother. Facts. And, like... <clears throat> Even though I went to New York, <laughs> and it wasn't God, fuck the Yankees, bro, and it wasn't what I thought it was gonna be, like it was just always one of them things where like what's understood never has to be said. You understood. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, I know you're being serious right now, but I already had a joke in my head. Good. Might I as well, no, bro. This is how I, we I, fucking. This <laughs> how we cope, so. I like when you said you went to New York and it wasn't what you thought it was. <laughs> I can't. I can't say. Just can't, do it. I can't disrespect you. We're already right here. <laughs> he said I can't disrespect you, Zeus. We're already right here, bro. Are you the podcasting Joey Gal? <laughs> <laughs> No, because they gave Joey Gallo the opportunities and shit. That's, that's like, true. That's I, true. Every time I you got were, my bats, right, right. I fucking knocked that shit out of the park, bro. All right, so. All right, yeah, I could. All right, you're not the Joey Gallo because, you know, bro. Joe Gallo struck out. I Joey I, Gallo, Joey I Gallo struck out. out. Yo, this. You know how I've been. T- I told you this off air, like. You know I'm not a Yankees fan, but I respect the Yankees. And like I all the documentaries I've watched, like I start to understand what the actual culture is in New yeah. York. 
And one of the things that I remember hearing when, when Otani came to the States, and he had, if you remember, Otani had the opportunity to play wherever the fuck he wanted. And he wanted to play for the Angels because he was like, they have Trout. They, they're not going to need to put my name out there. I'm not going to be the big star on the team. I don't want media talking to me. Like, the dude speaks perfectly good English, but only to his team. He doesn't... Yeah. When he talks to the fucking media and shit, he has his translator there with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, he's kept himself very reserved. But after being in... Like... When he went to when he went to the Angels, I remember people saying, "Oh, the only reason he didn't go to the Yankees is because he's not built for New York." Do you know what I'm saying? Because when you play in New York, it's you entire- have a very you have a very high chance of being booed by your own people. If you don't perform there, okay, people are so going to boo you thing, out no, of the no, fucking but, but stadium. But here's my thing, though: is what if you show up in New York and you actually perform? You end up being beloved by the fans. But here's the thing. What if the people in New York are more like... Uh, Treat you like a prospect and trade you? Maybe. Uh, we'll maybe, leave you on the bench. Like, you're you're too... It's not that you're too good, but... <laughs> we don't want you outshining a uh, judge. We need you... Uh, yeah. We don't need you slugging more than so Stanton. So think about it like this. This is how I see it. We don't need you slugging more than Stanton. This is how I see it. I became the carpenter of New York. Dude, Matt Carpenter, fire. I know. Dude, that dude is smoke, bro. And it's one of... What a get... Hold up. First of all, what a fucking get Matt Carpenter. When I get this, and I've been there the whole fucking time... Facts. What are you even talking... Like, what are you talking about? You're not Joey Gallo. You are Matt Carpenter. What are you talking about? (laughs) Like, what the fuck do you mean, What are we doing here, folks? Literally. (laughs) You literally mean... (laughs) What are we doing here? A lot of people ask me, Hey, Zeus, why do you eat so much ass? Why? (laughs) Why do I eat so much ass, dude? Because of Linda Goddard's fucking flavored suppositories, bro. Now in Honeycomb. Now that in- is... <laughs> Fucking stew is ass. That's S T U I Z A S S. Ten percent off. Facts. <laughs> also found out free shipping. F- what? Free shit. Fire. Yo. Fire, bro. What's even crazier is they distribute out of Susieville, so more than likely Linda Goddard's just gonna drive to your house and be like, <laughs> <laughs> "Here's a pack. Thank the heel face boys." Thank you. Yeah. Yo. I don't know, dude. It, I don't know, bro. <laughs> it's, you laugh yeah. because you... No, I, I get it. You get know it. what I know. I and know. it's just like... Yeah, I know. I know. And I love... It. Like, I don't even want to... Like... Yeah. We love... Well... Yeah. 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 <laughs> August 11th. Heel Face Podcast will be hosting fucking Transetta. Mostly it's just solar culture. Facts. Shout out fucking Marky Ropes. Shout out all those dudes, yo. Yes. Yo, it's Manny. I'm finally going to see him perform. I know you've been wanting to see that dude perform live. For the longest, dude. I, I interviewed the dude and was like, I'm going to see you perform. Still haven't. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yo, a thousand percent, yo, shout out Marky Ropes, yo. Like, even during our, our hiatus, he just kept asking about fucking heel face. He's a dude. I mean, granted, I'm biased because he's my barber. Yeah. But at the same time, like, he, I mean, he just, he fucking, he's been wanting us, bro, in a weird sense. And the fact that, that, that he gets the opportunity and we get the opportunity to fucking showcase some young talent and there's going to be some fucking, uh, uh, what do you call them people? Vendors. Vendors, some dope vendors out there. Some Shout prospects, out fucking, not even prospects. They're vendors, bro. The the people that are gonna be out there selling shit. Yo, Yo. shout out, shout out to fucking sickness, dude. Yo, like, shout out sickness. Shout out Vi. Shout out fucking Moss Man. Fucking MTM. We were talk about them and shit. Yeah. Now I'm always gonna put MTM over yo. That that. Those are my guys, bro. Like, fucking Hey, MTM. yo, what's up? It's your boy, Ago, repping that Yo, MTM. what's up, Ago? You are yo. now listening to the world-famous Hill Face Podcast. Hey, yo, what's up? It's your... My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I... I don't even know... Like, I don't know where to go from here. I don't know. <laughs> what, do you, what do you need from me, Stu? I gotta fucking take my kids to school tomorrow morning. It's their first day. We've been going for a while. It's almost been two hours. Actually, it's been two hours, and we fucking enjoyed this shit. I mean, we didn't have our Chiefs correspondent because Alex doesn't know how to answer. Oh, let me call him one more time. Let me see if he'll actually fucking answer one last time. If he doesn't answer, I need everybody to go fucking follow Alex Herrera, and we'll make fun of him. I'm on 2% too, so my phone might die. This is going to be the one time he answers. We're going to be asking uh, our Chiefs correspondent about Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he's not going to answer. He doesn't He doesn't, He doesn't. doesn't want to cry in air. That's all it is. You know what, dude? I'm going to send him a voice message. <laughs> Yo, I am fucking on air right now, and you're going to fucking tell me that you're not going to answer me after we had a conversation that I was going to call you? Granted, I said 10, 15 minutes, and it was like a half an hour later. You hate to see it. We hate to see it, but dude, what the fuck, dog? What the fuck? Are right, what are the Chiefs gonna do? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna piss him off, cause that's where I left it off. <laughs> <clears throat> you know. Anyways, with that being said, should we fucking wrap this shit up? Why not? We did Chiefs our mailbag. Do- we talked our wrestling. Yo, I fucking... This is season five, yo. This is going to be a wild-ass season. Yo, I love the fact that we're back. I love the fact that we're back. You know who we need here for third mic one time? Because here's the thing. Is we're like... We're two hours in. But anyways, uh, we're not going to fucking have a lot of guests. Right. This season. At all. So far, we only have one. And that's Flow Train. Facts. And he'll be here in a couple weeks. Yeah, because I got to go to Denmark. Yeah, I got a dope job where I can travel around the world. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark. Fuck I can't wait. Mark. I'm not. I'm, I'm excited I, for that it, one. Yeah, I fucking love Flow Train. We got to have Kyle back. That's my cousin. So if we could get Kyle back, 
We need Manny here. You guys fucking blessed me and let me be on cigars and bars. I want Manny here. And I want to talk to Manny because he seems angry. <laughs> He's been a little pissed. Like, okay, so we were going to do a cigars and bars this week. And then, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm low-key kind of glad my computer wasn't working for That us. was the universe, like... Uh. The universe was like, yo, calm the fuck down. That, that. <laughs> like, they were like, tranquilo, compa. Yo, tranquilo. that, like, when we were recording, Manny was all, like, all kinds of, of pissed off. Like, yes. he was like, universe has kicked me in the nuts, so I'm about to say, fuck you, universe, and give everybody the smoke. And that's Damn. where he was at. And middle of us record like we did like an hour of gold, and then I realized that it only recorded like fucking twenty minutes of it. Maybe that was a good thing. Facts, because <laughs> I had to delete it because. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we were gonna try it again, and it literally lasted like fucking five minutes, and then it stopped. And I was like, if this isn't a sign that the universe is like, yo, calm the fuck down, I don't know what is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk to Manny. Yeah. If we could have one more guest, I want it to be a guest that you want. Okay. And that you bring to the table. Okay. Till then. At the end of the day, everybody who's listening to this, we say it. We've said it every single week. Time we- out. Especially that, that person. You right there. Facts. Do you feel that? Do you feel that in your heart? Do you feel that in your soul? Yeah. That's me, Zeus, talking to you. Facts. And Stu needs you to know one thing. If you're listening to this right now, we appreciate you. We're glad that you're here. Yes. We are not a cult. We're a congregation. Facts. And we appreciate you drinking the Kool-Aid. Most definitely. The grape one. The only artificial flavor that we like. Facts. More sugar. A lot of sugar. All the fucking sugar. Oh. No Splenda. Facts. <laughs> to the rest of you, we don't need your fucking follows. I don't need you following me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm just Zeus. And I don't need you following me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babyface Stew. You don't need these jokes. And I tell you not to follow us on Instagram, but we're minors, so we're not allowed to fucking have an Instagram. <laughs> so. And I tell you to probably follow us on Twitter at heelface520, but you know we don't need it there either. And I said I say this at the beginning of every show. Yes. I say this while we're on stage. Facts. I say this on cigars and bars. Factorals. I say it when I'm talking to people. Yeah. Because I need every single person that is listening to this. Especially that you. Her. Right there. Right there. Do you feel that? I need you to hear this. Do you this, feel that in and your soul? I need soul? you to know that I mean this from the bottom of my fucking soul. I've had a great day. I've had a great past couple of days. Beautiful day. And I'm like, dude, this franchise is turning around. And I'm talking about you, boy. This... <laughs> This Yo. this Yo. franchise is turning it around. Yo, that's what the fuck I'm talking about, Stuart. I'm just oh saying. Oh my god, bro. This franchise is turning itself around. Stop, bro. And you're your making boy my boy loves to see it. You're making my shorts tight, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't need your titty pictures. Nope. <laughs> I don't need your fur daggers. He don't need them. 
and I don't need your sick invite or your, oh my God, can I be third mic? I want to be Stu's guest. Oh my God, hit me up. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my God, I can't believe you guys are back. Don't send that shit to me at MCStizza26 on Snapchat. But if you do want to send that to someone, go ahead and send it to me at Zeus Marquez. That's Z-E-U-S-M-A-R-K-E-Z. And get left on red and ultimately screenshot it. Oh, most definitely. Receipts, bro. Facts. Oh my god, Stu, can I sleep <laughs> on your couch? <laughs> when are you guys going to record at Zeus's house? <laughs> I want to lay on his couch, guys. I cuddle heard his cuddle game is strong. Is it strong? Ask yourself, am I small spoon material? Fucking be on, like, be honest dude. with yourself. See, here's the thing, and and what, I'm digressing because we need to end this shit. Facts, but like, there's a lot of females that are like, oh Zeus, Zeus, but they've never asked themselves, are they small spoon material? And they don't fucking. It doesn't. You have to be insightful sometimes. You there's know? literally like. There's like what a billion people in the world, give or take, and I'd say maybe like four have actually asked themselves if they're a uh, small spoon material. Only well, four were they? Maybe two. Ah, and the other two, I just give them grace for being so confident. <laughs> And that's why he's effectively known as the Big Spoon. I'm just saying, bro. Yo, you ready to get this glorious in? Let's fucking get it, bro. I love you, bro. I love you too, bro. <laughs> Order the honeycomb.